Do it live. We are live. Okay, What's up, we'll everybody? Live. Fuck. <laughs> what? What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, <laughs> and I'm here with Abzi. And yes, we are live. I'm here with Silver, Reg, Johnny, and Steve Everborn Saga. It's what he's known as on Twitter. But be aware, I'm going to fuck that up and go between those names multiple times. That's just the way I do things. Uh, welcome to you. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you being patient with me, getting you on here. He is, uh, I'm going to drop the links in the Discord uh, or Discord and in the uh, YouTube chat here in a bit. But made games, comics, basically done everything. Also does some YouTube stuff. Is, uh, is pretty much a jack of all trades. I'm not going to say master of none because I, I was going to say it. Don't worry. I'll say it. Master. Of okay. None. <laughs> oh, you're going to, you're going to show them up. Go for it. Oh no, no, just, this is just a visual prop. Don't worry. A visual prop. We open the pages. Yeah. So, uh, I got to meet you. Were we doing Dutches or we, were you doing iron Lords? Iron Lords. Iron Lords. Yeah. I should just have assumed everybody I meet, you know, and like, like is on iron Lords. I mean, I like you guys who always come every week. I'm just saying, but uh, yeah, Wait, and, we, and we got to talking, Cheers. and then who are King, you? yeah, and then King and I went nuts on these ideas. Whoops, my dog immediately reacts to that. King and I went nuts on all these ideas. We were really trying to actually give Steve some ideas for a, a future comic, and we were having such a good time. And I was like, you know what? We've had uh, comic artists, writers on here before. I should start doing this kind of stuff. Get people who, uh, you know, create a slightly different kind of thing than ourselves. So we're going to talk about his stuff. We're going to pimp it. I'm going to put uh, his links in the channel right now. But the first thing I want to do is say welcome to everybody in the chat. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for showing up to our podcast. I know it's on Fridays. A lot of people say they're at work. Um, there were people asking if the reviews are all going to go on Spotify and on iTunes. And I will just say that I'm going to treat that exactly with the high professionalism and completely random percentage of chance as I do this podcast. So some will show up on iTunes and Spotify, and I'm sure I'll forget, and some will not. But I will try to get the reviews up there. I know a lot of people say spoiler-free is nice, so they can go on Spotify or they can go on iTunes and listen to those reviews. Um, I will start doing that more. It's just I get behind, I start doing other stuff, and uh, and I forget forget that's just the way it is so with all of that out of the way i think i will ask what everybody's been playing because we have had a couple games coming out and hopefully not everybody's in elden ring or lost ark so let's let's start with our guest first what have you been playing steve elden ring and lost ark no <laughs> um, <laughs> i did no, but I, I i picked him and i knew he's been playing elden ring he said it prior to the podcast go ahead no i've actually i've actually never played lost ark but i have been playing a lot of elden ring and and uh before the you know when we were in the green room i was saying i've i've just gotten into tunic so my routine is because you know being uh a, an adult and having children and a business and family yeah. and things like that you don't get a lot of time to game so I game instead of sleeping. So at night, nice. I am <laughs> I'm farming runes in Elden Ring. And during the day between work meetings, I am on the PC uh, at my desk playing Tunic. So um, Tunic is, is great and please no one and uh, stop calling it a Death Door ripoff. It is not. It's been in development since for a much longer time. Uh, and Death Door was uh, probably my favorite game last year. So no shade to Death Door. But uh, Tunic is, um, it's super interesting. And yes, it is uh, sort of Zelda adjacent. 
Do you guys remember Zelda um, Jason? Sorry. Yes. That's, that's yeah. what I'm going to start saying. Okay, go ahead. Right. Do, do you guys remember uh, the remake of Link's Awakening? On yeah, the Switch? it was yeah. sick. It was, really it was it is, that is the a closer comparison, I would say. Yeah. Called yeah, and Link uh, to the Past. Well, well hold, hold on a minute. Now, I've been uh, badgering Nintendo for years to do a uh, Link to the Past remake in the vein wish. of Link's Awakening, but they won't. I mean, they will, and then they'll charge like $100 <laughs> for it, and I'll pay it because you know uh i am a sucker uh but yeah tunic is great um i'm still wrapping my head around the combat i hate the 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 stamina bar but other than that uh really something special put together there so if you haven't tried it out i think it's on game pass i bought it because i've been a bit i'm a big fan of the single developer that made it and uh elden ring which i hated in the beginning and now uh it's it's all day I dream about Elden Ring. What is that like? Adida, Adida. What happened? All day I dream. You 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 didn't like it the first week. What ha what yeah. snapped? So I I had to understand what the game was asking of me because one they don't tell you anything, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. They and and you know normally I don't look at content on a game while I'm playing it. I do it after. So I usually, when I play any game, I want to play it straight through. I want to get to the ending, normal difficulties. I'm not, I don't, I'm not one of those, I got to play on legendary mode, right? right? I play, but I don't go easy either. So whatever the standard difficulty is, that's what I'll play on to the end. And then I'll look at reviews. I do that with movies too. I actually don't want to hear about a review because I don't want it to change yeah, how exactly. I feel about yeah. the game yeah. until after I've experienced it. Absolutely. So I'm, but with Elden Ring, I realized they don't tell you anything. And I wonder if this was by design because they've created an entire community of people that just make videos on how to do things in Elden Ring. Yep. Things that they just don't tell you in the game. I, I did not use an incantation until about 40 hours into this game because I just didn't know how. Like you, you have to equip the incantation, you have to go and memorize it. And then you have to have like a fee, a seal or a finger seal. Yeah. I don't know what the weird obsession with fingers is. I don't know either. Ring. I don't know. Either. Uh, but you have to do all that before you can now use uh, magic. So it was weird. But all that being said, once I understood that it, you can go and do whatever you want, but you are uh, criminally underpowered in the beginning. And so you have to go and get strong enough to where you can actually walk around with some confidence. Because I thought this was like a stealth game at first. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but as you level up and as you, um, you know, make your way through the world, you now become strong enough to go back in the places that you were scared. And so now I've transitioned from skulking about to being a hunter. And I just have a, a, a revenge list or a, can I curse here? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I have a shit list. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And yeah. I say, okay, hey, Tree Sentinel, remember me? And now <laughs> I'm going to go and embarrass you because that, 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 I, a super villain was created. I start out the game. I'm like, okay, this is like Breath of the Wild. I'm just going to walk around. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> and I say, who's this Tree Sentinel dude? Let me try to take him on. One hit, dead. 
And don't get me started on getting stuck in animations. So you have to let a full animation play out before you can, you know, do anything else. Yeah. So um, I, 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 so I leveled up. I came back to him when I was like level 80 and I was like, Hey buddy, how you doing? Remember feels, that time when you good. teased me on the ground? I'm just fucking bitch I got slap him. You. Yeah. Hold on to this poison. You know, dude, grip. that's like when you meet a bully like that's exactly, 10 years after. Dude, I was going to yes. say they've made 80s movies called My Bodyguard yeah. that no lie is about this, where a guy gets beat up all the time and he hires a bodyguard who, by the way, is uh, the guy from Firefly, Baldwin. And mm. it's just like you see this. That's what we grew up, you know, like like the bully getting his ass kicked finally. And that dude's just riding his horse. He's like, come on up to me. You're like, all right. And I'll, I'll take you out. Yeah, it's it, it's a fantastic game, and I do agree. I think the community creation is is what they plan. I I, yeah. I like to call it Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, because I go and I do my homework, and then I come back. It's accurate. Now I'm dating the jocks' high school sweetheart, and Ogre became a nerd in those movies too. Yeah, sorry, I'm a big fan of those <laughs> movies. All right, Johnny, what do you got going on? What what games you been playing? Uh, I'm getting to the close of the Horizon Forbidden West campaign, and today I've played a bit of Tiny Tina, which has been quite uh, quite refreshing in terms of a take on those games as someone who, who likes them. And uh, that's mostly what I've been about. Damn, that's a short list. All right, Reg, go with your short well, list. Exactly what the two games you said, Lost Ark and Elden Ring. Nice, dude. Well, Hell okay, yeah. let's reverse this just for a second. Um, so Asante says, I see Everborn Saga taking the Elden Ring podcast wherever he goes. <laughs> I, I, I think everybody does, but uh, I want to ask this a Reg. I didn't expect you to jump in, but you have. And you've... Yep. Um, okay, let's just get this out of the way. Cheats or no cheats? No cheats. What do you think of the... Do you like this better than any other Dark Souls-style game, right? Yes, but I think that's mainly because I uh, restarted the third time now, uh, or I restarted the third time and went with the magic starter, which is so much easier Fun that I'm easier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But uh, you're liking that's also it. why I was ch chuckling before because the tree sentinel uh, I killed at level twenty six as magic user. Oh, look at uh, you! I I'm doing yeah. a berserk guts build, so I have. Oh a, yeah! A heavy did you find the great sword? sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It even says, "Did you read the item description?" It says the iron slab. Oh, uh, nice! It has the same quote from from <laughs> uh, from berserk. Yeah. Did, yeah did you guys? I, I, oh, good. No, I have that sword right now up to level twenty. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never upgraded my magic once. And uh, I've basically only upgraded uh, Dex and um, Endurance and uh, Strength. And I started as of late upgrading Faith and Intelligence only because I thought I was going to use the Sword of Night and Flame and then they nerfed it. So now <laughs> <laughs> I have like 28 Intelligence and 26 Faith, but I get to use the Golden Vow. So I, it, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. uh reg you did you did magic user what were your first two um some i don't know the class names like some some knights dude okay uh and the other one that's like a priest mm, okay gotcha i i did the confessor i think i did the yeah. samurai exactly. <clears throat> and uh the bow is pretty op at the starting 
And so oh, yeah. I also defeated the, the fire tree sentinel arrows. pretty quick. But I, I, I think I got the horse and was just like, I'll just whittle this dude away because I'm good on the horse. Yeah, I did the same. There's very few games as I can as say I like horse, I, I feel expert same. level at. But like having a friend come over and play uh, watch Elden Ring, he's like, dude, have you ridden horses? Do you have like extra points in this? What are you doing? I'm just pulling off, jumping off that dude's head, and I'm like. It was so fun. The horse just it gives adds, you a good power fantasy. Oh, it, you know? yeah, it it adds so much to it. So, um, Reg, did you find when you were playing, you, you you got the magic user? Are you are you exploring? Are you taking on people right away? Are you how are you going? About uh, it? I, I well, first off, I I was uh, looking up where to go to get get good weapons. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I I went straight ahead and got, you got your uh, rock sling. A, a good uh good wand and a good uh exactly rock sling yeah and that one place in caleb yeah yeah and then i went to the first bosses i think godric i beat at level 19. Uh, yeah you just rock sling them to death bro it's <laughs> yeah. it's crazy dude mages are perfect are nuts yeah you got them at 19th level yeah <laughs> I think I was 25 or 26 when I bro. I was like him. 45. Sorry, really easy. That was a completely user. real laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was surprising. I did not start like fighting any bosses until I was like level 50. Well, that's yeah. good because that middle guy. I don't know, Reg. If you had an issue with him with magic, it sounds like you defeated him. But the guy on the bridge, the second try. Yeah. The, mm. the the first guy is the hard one. Um, you know, Margaret yeah. or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Like that yeah. guy, Mergit. dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm take Hagrid. Is that what you said? Margaret. 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 Whatever. I show up and I'm like, dude, I got this. And I was like, I don't even know what happened. I just, that was what happened. And I kept going back and kept dying and kept dying and kept dying. Finally sort of cheesed him in a way. Like I, like I saw almost like the ogre and Sekiro who can fuck off. And one, I, one, one, one thing where I just laughed yesterday was I killed the dragon and then died to a single dog afterwards. Oh, dude. Oh, of course. That's Elden Ring. That's Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. That's a Dark Souls experience. <laughs> dude, you can't, you can't push. You can push it. But every... I was telling somebody, they were like, well, do you get powered up? And I'm like, oh, for sure. But in a weird way, every character in that game is a glass cannon in some way. And that means if you get stunned wrong, if you don't have the right weapon out, and you get a couple combos on you, Shit just starts adding up quick, and you also can. Also, my, up my yeah. layout is: I got uh, six uh, mana flasks and two health flasks, and See, so you did that. I, yeah, I've revert. Yeah, I have ten uh, health flasks and two mana, and mm. I just and I I struggled with myself for adding the second mana, but it's only so that I can do that uh, golden arts. Yeah, over that magic. Yeah. I think I invested like one point into extra health, and that's it. <laughs> You're going with the no. Honestly, that's gonna dude, suck later, no matter man. no that's matter how much rough. health, dude. No matter how much health you have, once you get to like the the later zones, shit's just gonna two shot you anyways. Penty, I was watching Penty play. That mm -hmm. guy's I've never seen. He hadn't raised it. It was like four, twelve or fourteen, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But he was way far. I mean, he it's obvious magic was working for him. Like he was way far. Magic is, it's yeah. a grave mistake. It's, yeah. It is, it is absolutely like glass cannon. It is less, it's paper mache cannon. Yeah. Like that motherfucker. He got like a dude rubbed him and he died. And I was all, yeah. are you kidding me? Cause, and he doesn't get, so I don't get frustrated with deaths, but if that kind of stuff happens, I, after a while, I'm like, okay, this is just bothering me. And he, man, his, his, 
play style was so different than mine. I think that's one thing we're learning just by going through each one is that everybody's got a pretty different play style. Um, what about you, Abzi? What are you, um, what are you playing? I've been playing, well, more Elden Ring. I got to like 200 hours last night, 200 something. Um, and uh, I started Tiny Tina's Wonderland with a friend or girlfriend, I guess. Um, and I, uh, what was the third game I'm playing? Um, Risk of Rain, some Risk of Rain here and there. Gotcha. What about you, Silver? Uh, still a bit of Elden Ring, uh, just messing around different builds uh, after completing it. Um, like, been trying after my Templar build, I've been, I switched to like a Black Life Assassin build, like dual wielding daggers. Um, that's been pretty fun. Um, also have another playthrough where with a samurai build uh that's also been kind of fun um and i've actually <laughs> booted up final fantasy 7 uh playing that again i just the felt like going back remake? into no old final fantasy 7 good, good um, choice nice oh <laughs> nice. well, damn comparatively uh, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah like aries aries sort of gave me a hankering to play some final fantasy again um and I haven't really like I, I I've returned to Final Fantasy seven like a couple of times over the years, but never to the extent I have now where I'm like way past Midgar now. Um, getting into it a bit, though, I did actually I was surprised that I found the, si the soundtrack quite obnoxious, actually, the original like I had to turn it down. Is that like uh, the like the eight bit? um sound or the, the no no they're not they're not no no it's 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 just it's just the orchestral score for it oh, okay they okay. got a little obnoxious uh very like repetition loud. of the combat um music and stuff like not, that not not the combat music so much it was mostly for the environments um mm. where uh, like the mixing was off and it got really loud and obnoxious to me um and i just had to turn it down um but uh, but yeah, having fun with that. Um, also uh, playing Norco, which Kit released uh, yesterday, which we'll talk about because it's our indie game of the week. Um, and yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. So um, I did a video on this. I'll, I'll, actually, I'll just get this out of the way and talk about it, and then and then we'll move on. But um, so no more Elden Ring. Pretty much done with that. Um, pretty much done with Tiny Tina's. Um, I like that game, but at man that was really depressing to see that game and how they didn't take advantage of D and D like, yeah, there are so many things in that game that as a D and D fan, I was stunned that they didn't. I mean, even the death save isn't a dice. It's just the typical death save. The guns all look pretty shit. They're like, That's here's a the crossbow thing, bolt yeah. taped onto a normal gun for, and you're just like, you guys couldn't do, and then I, when I first started that, I didn't, I don't like to look at previews because I want to play it. I want to play it my way. So I wasn't aware that you don't actually have a up close physical sword swinging character that that's all they do. Well, I mean, you may, but the sword isn't in front of you. It's the guns mm -hmm. at all times. And so when you like get spellcaster, and I got two spells and I'm like, boom, boom, this is pretty cool. But then I'm like, wait a minute, two spells. Then I'm all, okay, well, this this thing adds spell weaving, all this stuff, but it never takes advantage of, and that's why at the first five hours, I was like, okay, and then the first is sort of like Valhalla. I got about 10 hours in, and I was like, uh-oh. Well, here's the thing. I, I started, and they gave me, they gave you the starter crossbow, right? And I was like, oh, cool, like they're going to maybe, you know, lean into 
they have all they always have cool weapon designs and i was like yeah. okay they're gonna really lean into the fantasy and do like really cool fantasy stuff but then i got like a hyperion weapon and a dahlia weapon and i'm like dude this is just a it was so weapon. weird it was so weird for me the same it's thing happened and gun. so i yeah. sold myself on this by saying it is a fake world in a, in their world so you're role-playing a role-player role-playing something right so there is a chance that those guns from the world would get in there because that's like sort of Tina's imagination. But another mm-hmm. thing that bothered me is they they explained, oh, Tina's going to change the world as you go through it. Yeah, a couple times at the starting. It's very front-loaded. And then it just dies oh. out and you're all... Because I found that really cool, like going through a map and, and she was like, oh, do you see a bridge now? Or are you going to a city and it's like a perfectly that, fine city and she's like, oh, it's under siege okay, now. Okay, that, that's the one everybody's that. talking about. That's pretty much your major one. And then there's little bits here and there uh, elsewhere, okay. but it doesn't, it just doesn't buy in. And, and for that much money, I mean, that's a full price game. So I was expecting like not a mod. I don't know how to describe it. Like, especially the oh, guns. Yeah. I think the guns so you- are the biggest hit to me. Was I was just like, oh no, they're like normal mm-hmm. guns Where is... with the normal manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, they do have other ones too, though, don't they? Some new ones. I don't remember yeah. Ash being a Ash, yeah, Ash or, is or one, Craven you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm I'm pretty much done with that. I like the idea of it, and as I said in my review, hey, if you're a Borderlands fan, you're probably going to be really happy. Hey, with it, it's fun with three. friends. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> and, uh, three. I but know. I will say, a lot of people who reviewed this game. I have no clue what's going on, but they're flatly wrong about some stuff. So I'm just going to let that sort of play itself out. But I will say uh, when it comes to loot, when it comes to a couple things, when it comes to scaling, some there's multiple people who are saying something that is not actually correct. So I'm just going to let that... I'm, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if people just read and don't play the game. They play like 10 minutes and they're like, here's my review. But there's a lot of things that popped up in reviews, and I only got to him last night where because somebody told me something. They were like, so, so-and-so says this. And I'm like, that's not what happens. What are they? That's not what happens at all. It actually states what happens. So there's some there's some oddities there, which is unfortunate um, because I think some people are going to be playing it and expect some things to happen that don't that don't happen in that way. Um, but then Weird West. So, dude, you were talking, I think it was Johnny or, or Abzi who said, like, it was nice to have a palate cleanser after Elden Ring. Weird West is everything that you got in Dishonored, but good. Admittedly, I'm dude. not a lover of Dishonored, so I'm just going to brutally say it. Especially one. Two had some sound issues, but I thought it was better. T- uh, Traveler, that one was great. Stranger, the the DLC one was was awesome for Dishonored. But, dude, this game is nuts. You, c- It's nuts. You can do... So many weird things in this game that you I you don't get analysis paralysis. That doesn't pop up. But like I, I found myself burying bodies because I felt bad for killing the people. Dude, when you locked them in the fucking room, that I was locked hilarious. people in the room with because I so had funny. the key and they didn't. And then I got stuck in the room because or in the <laughs> other room because I went out the window and I thought I'd have the key still, but you leave the key in the lock and I'm like, oh shit. Because an old style <laughs> lock. There was all this weird shit going on. I was doing all this stuff. And something blew me away right when I got done. I went in and I killed some friendly people because that's my game. You, you're smoke wagons. Like, you know, Val Kilmer said, do you guys want to be, you know, are, are you my huckleberry or whatever? And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm killing every single person I can. The fucking townspeople bury them in a local graveyard. Have loot you've missed. 
from like, the people you killed. from the people you've killed in no their graves. No fucking way, dude. It's I was just. So it's it's that, actually an immersive sim. It's, like an actual it is simulation. immersive as hell. Yeah, it um. That is nuts. It's so weird. You'll go. You'll get bandit contracts and if you kill the bandit first there's a chance people will just run and leave and so like you'll have to figure out do i want to work my way through all these guys do i want to go up top and try to snipe this dude to see if everybody leaves sometimes they will sometimes they won't the game changes for every single time you play so if you if if i start a new game quests locations battle locations all completely are they're not procedurally generalized generalized but they're mm. like they grab stuff and put them together in sort of a random loot table, but in this way, a random quest table. And I have got some insanely cool quests. So if that is the output all the way through, which I, I would assume it is because they're stating that's how the game works, dude, the amount of, it's nuts. It's It seems it, very highly replayable from how you described it. it yeah, it is, it's nuts like everything i thought i could do i could either so a lot of games will say like they, they sort of give you the question why is this here and you go and figure it out but th this game is like why not it's almost like a friend mm. pushing you to bad decisions they're like why not man and you're all can i burn this guy down yeah why not let's try it and then you light people you on know, fire and then your friend I, gets on fire and you're like oh I, shit oh good no, no, I was saying I've always been a long proponent is get rid of the why people in your life and bring in all the why not people. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, True. the ones who push you. And that's exactly what this game does. And it it, it just offers you the ability to do it. And there's dude. Yeah, because most games like they say approach how you want, like approach combat how you but want. But they're liars. It's usually just yeah, it's, it's usually just like either go stealth or 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 guns blazing. So right? that's the moral choices in this game, you you hire posses, and if you make bad decisions, which I accidentally did, I dug up a body. There was a there was a graveyard, and <laughs> oh I'm like, I'm gonna dig, and it was minus five reputation. I'm like, minus oh yeah, because he's standing here. So then I hired another posse, and I tried to see how low I could get it. I was like, come on guys, let's dig up bodies. Finally, they're like, double finger, fuck you, we're leaving. They came back as a bounty against me later oh in the game. Oh my god! And I was like, running around, and they're like, we found you. And I'm all, wait, that's the guy I hired. What's going on? They had like a vendetta against yes, you. Yes, but you can save people. They will become, uh, what do you call it? They will become lifelong friends. And it shows two dudes, like Predator. You know, the Predator, oh, Carl Weathers, shit. Arnold. And those yeah. guys, I was getting my ass kicked in a battle, and it's like, doo 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 best friend for life shows up and he's like, how did partners? I heard you guys were in trouble. And he comes <laughs> around the other side and he's taking them out. And I'm just like, this but is, they can die too. Right? Like if the enemy oh, yeah. kills them, mm -hmm. they die permanently mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you yeah. can't save scum. Right. From my understanding. No, you can hit, you could, yeah, you can do auto. It allows you to save at any time. Oh, you oh, know, even what the after hardest... like a big choice. Yeah. Cause you could, there's a set, you have as many saves as you want. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, you could, cool. um, mm -hmm. But anyway, I just, it's so far, because, dude, there could be bugs. That it could fall apart. It could be boring. But so far, the the overworld, you explore, you find new stuff all the time. The people you, you meet, you play as different characters, and everybody's story comes together like a Viking saga. So oh, it's like sick. this hero over here does stuff. And then the shit you did impacts the second guy. Skills you buy or some perks you buy unlock for everybody even when you play a nut. So like if you have plus 10 health and you buy that perk, then the next journey you, you go on after you've completed the first one, that person will have plus 10 and you can do okay. all this. 
it's do you have to go in order or or yeah or, it's um... it's a store it's a saga so it's like right. here's one person's journey here's and i i just i was talking to the pr people and they're like you can show up to the third journey and i'm like dude i saw the second and third there's no way i'm spoiling that for anybody nice. i was like there's no fucking way i'm spoiling that so i was just like you can just see the first journey but anyway that game's coming out soon um not giving a review just there's some there's some positive impressions for it so let me ask you this weird west no <laughs> what weird west is not already out no. no, Weird West comes out on the 31st. There's Hard West, Hard there's West. like Evil West, there's uh, like Crazy West. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Johnny? I was going to ask you, like the combat itself, like shooting and stuff like that, does that feel smooth? Nah. Because it looked very, I, I don't know what to compare it to from like your video and stuff. Yeah, it's, um. you have a slowdown timer which is probably what most people use most of the time because it, it uses the thing where you you can you control the distance of your shot by moving your mouse. Got so like it. there'll be a guy it doesn't lock on so there'll be a guy and you so, and your some guns will just stop aiming cuz of short range, which I actually did like. So like I thought I could shoot somebody. I'm like bang, bang 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 and nothing happened and then I realized the cursor isn't red, it's white, which just indicates it's just the chance of hitting him super low. Uh-huh. I yeah. like it. I like the jumping. I like the 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 rolling, all that, the slowdown. And there's some stuff that I don't want to spoil. There's some abilities that absolutely adjust that. But I will say, I don't think it's the smoothest combat. And the animations, I talked about this in the review. When you pick up something in the game, I don't even know how to describe how hilarious it looks. But it's like, it's like resting on invisible boobs in front of you. It's the weirdest thing. And the character doesn't touch it. It just sort of like, it's almost like a placeholder, which it might be. I mean, maybe there's a patch coming. That, and then you throw it by just going, huh, and it poof, and it shoots off. So there's, you know, there there's some stuff there. But you knock people out. You got a ton of stealth, and the enemies' variety for their patrols is the best part. Like I was opening doors to get them to go into the room, then r running up, locking the door, and be like, "Ha ha, bitch!" And then another guy who never went there normally saw he was missing, and starts walking over to me, and I'm like. He's never walked over here. He's not going to come. And he walks right into me. I'm like, oh, shit. It's And they're very long. Like, they're very, they're, the, the patrols aren't dude going up and down. It yeah, still does have the thing where the guy's cool. like, must have been the wind. You still do get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've killed like 50 people. They see something. They're like, oh. They're walking over their dead comrade. And it's like, yeah. I must have been the wind. Oh, and then I led people to get killed by animals, though. Went up to the corner, saw some wolves. And I was like, hmm. And I just get close. The guy sees me, runs to me. And as he's running towards me to attack me, the wolves are like, fuck you. And they just took him out. And then all of the guards hear him screaming and they're against each other. They're battling. So I just went in the other way and then got killed because I didn't pay attention to somebody's patrol. But yeah, it's, it's, Dude, it's definitely know, been like, enjoyable. It's been years I've been obsessed or not obsessed. I've just been anticipating this game for so long, even longer, way more than Elden Ring. I didn't really get excited for Elden Ring until like a couple of weeks prior. Yeah, a couple of weeks but, prior. But uh, but damn, because like it's like um, immersive sim is like my favorite genre on PC. Usually they're first person games. You know, you got your prey and just just honored. I didn't really like as much, mm -hmm. but Deus Ex and and stuff like that. And um, just this new isometric take was uh, I I didn't know how it was gonna pan out, right? Um, but watching your video, your preview really got me way more excited. Well, you I can tell really... when I'm excited. Like I'm not. Yeah, gonna, exactly. You know, like when I'm, You're when not I'm, hide it. <laughs> yeah, when I'm like, oh, beep, 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 people are like, all right, I, I get it. Again, it mm -hmm. could go to shit though, because bugs and like I said, in-game stuff, difficulty. You got to watch that kind of stuff. But so far, it's been enjoyable. Um, 
I do also want to bring up GT7. So did you guys see this? Did you guys see the apology yep. from... Is it Polyphony? apologized. Polyphony? Yeah, so yeah. so that people understand, I did I, I I didn't get any heat for the last podcast where I sort of went in hard uh, to a lot of the fans who were sort of making up excuses for polyphony, uh, which was nice. But basically, proving me right, I just want to say, polyphony came today, apologized. I think they're doing one million credits for every player, and they're looking at adjusting you know, the prices and sort of realizing that this is not working for them because even their subreddit, which are usually a diehard group of folks, right? Usually those are the guys that you send out to the front lines because they'll fight for you. And even they are, are really unhappy. So it, it, it was cool to see Sony do that or Polyphony do that. Um, I don't know how they thought they were going to get away with it in the first place, though. Um, I would say that they probably thought they were going to get away with it because there's still like a subset of fans that it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, true. I've, I've, I've seen people just go in and say, hey, you need to stop being lazy and play the game to get, you know, do 600 races to buy one car, that kind of thing. So like, and, and, and the, the, the danger in that for me, and I, you know, I get being a fan, right? I, I, I'm a fan of a lot of things, but I, I think the danger in just wholeheartedly saying, you know, whatever, my favorite thing, you know, uh, brand or creator does, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be okay with it is that you are sending the message to uh, the money makers that, you know, they can charge more and they can do all these things because there won't be any pushback. And I think we've seen, we have more than, we have overwhelming evidence that every time we all get together and say something is bad, change actually happens, right? Yeah, we saw it with the PSP store. We saw it with uh, Xbox uh, trying to raise the price on Xbox Live. We saw it with with uh, the Horizon uh, Forbidden West uh, upgrade path. Yeah. So every time we actually speak with one voice instead of arguing with each other, things work out in our favor. But if if we are just gonna sort of be divided and kind of just say, well, you know, my my favorite company is doing this. So this is the hill I got to die on. You know, everybody ends up losing. There's also the issue, like w w when you see people being vocal about like microtransactions and, and DLCs and bad gaming practices and all that stuff in the industry, you're only seeing a very, very small subset of gamers who are, who are voicing their opinions on Reddit and like those online. Yeah. There are so many, you know, casual gamers or, or just people who don't really interact that much who just buy all these things and they have no problem with it. They buy the same shit. They buy like shark cards and, and, and you know, <laughs> FIFA stuff. And What a perfect and, and, name. And, yeah, shark. Shark, shark are, card. I mean, like that's whales, some, right? <laughs> yeah, but they, exactly. But I mean, shark, that's what they do. Like money lenders are called sharks. Like there's something so, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, so it's like it, it is working. That's why they keep doing it. That, you you think like by the time you know all these people are just complaining and they're they're not purchasing all this stuff you'd think they would stop doing shit like that but they're not because because there's just people people buying into that stuff all the time yeah i mean there there's that but there i mean there's also because we've seen this play out so many times by now um i mean i think there's also a calculated risk that yeah this will cause a shitstorm but it'll get our foot in the door we'll like issue in an apology or whatever we'll do some changes to sort of 
make make things good a little bit, and then the shitstorm will eventually blow over, and then we can start sort of slowly uh, re reintroducing these things again, and sort of be yeah. I mean, remember the scales again. The Overton window is what that's called. Yeah, right. like remember when 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 Star Wars Battlefront Two got shit on or or one I for, I forgot which one because of the loot box two. system, right? Two, two. two. Yeah. okay. All the games stopped doing loot boxes, but now you're got kind of seeing them, yeah. you know, creep back up and stuff because it kind of blew over. Yeah. You know what, Johnny? Do you have anything to add to this? Sorry, I don't want to talk over top. No, I'm on board with what the guys are saying. <clears throat> I think we yeah, saw this, it with. Oh, go ahead, Rich. I was just looking at the website. It is one million credits, but the small print says the one million credits is only for anyone who has already got a copy of the game by the time the news post was posted. Um. Okay. So it's uh, people who already own the game. Yeah. So if I buy not it right now, I'm not getting a million. And by their text, it's it reads more like an apology for the server outage more than the game balance. Dude, oh. I'm telling you, those guys can they can they are experts at pulling failure out of unbelievable success. You could have just said sorry. Here's a million. We're figuring it out, and instead no, they're like, small, it says, "No, only if you own a copy by the time this news post was posted, and you have to claim it within one month, or it's also gone." Whatever. Anyway, I'm happy for it. I got a super chat here. I'm going to read. This is from Vintage Original, all legit. Do you get this whole 199, or is a percent, or, or is a percent gone? I think for super chats they take 50 percent, but I appreciate that 99 cents. I can buy a Jolly Rancher, which is my favorite nice. candy. Um, Can you still buy a Jolly Rancher with inflation? Dude, <laughs> dude, isn't that crazy? I was just telling a friend, sure, sure I does. they used to be three huh. cents a piece. And yeah. like, I don't even know if you can get them in grab hand. Like you used to be Back able to in just my grab day. Them. Back in mm -hmm. my day. Well, no. that's the thing is I used to tease my grandpa. would be like, candy bar used to be 25 cents. I'm like, well, bitch, now it's $1.99. Yeah, change back. Yeah. I mean, my grandpa used to shortchange me all the time because he had a thing for Baby Ruth. And he'd be like, go get me Baby Ruth at the store. And I'd be like, all right, it's, it's two bucks. And he's like, no, it's not. It's 25 cents. And I'd be like, dude, get out. Get outside. <laughs> that shit's over. It's way past that. And he would make me pay for half of his candy bar. Anyway, I still love him. I love you, grandpa, wherever you are. Um, so so regardless, I agree with everybody. There's, there's gamers, you know, who don't. I mean, they're not watching particular podcasts that talk about this stuff because they don't care. And then there are the ones that do care. But I do agree that the more united people are, even if you love something, you know, there's almost that thing where it's like, they don't understand that you, like you can criticize what you love. If yeah. something is truly bad and that, you've got that's all, something a lot of people need to understand for sure. Yeah. There's it's, it's my way, the highway now it's politics, but in video game form. It's just like, exactly. there's, you're 100% against, you know, Sith. It's like, if you're not with us, you're against us. And it's like, no, bitch, I'm sort of with you on one thing and I'm against you on everything else. But people can't do it. They can't, there's no, and, and because, it's also I, because I, we snip one-liners from everybody's podcast and say, Carrick said this. It's like, no, I didn't, bitch. What were you saying, Reg? No, I was saying it's, it's pretty much the other way around because if you don't critique something, you just don't care about it. Yeah, pretty much. true. Right. Yeah, the real enemy That's of true. all these things is apathy, right? But yeah, but I, I I think a lot of the reason we see what we're seeing in 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 the discourse and what these companies are observing is it's the same thing you see in politics. Like this thing might benefit me or it might be bad for me, 
But I can't say that because then that would mean I'm acknowledging that the people I don't like were right. Yeah. Right. So I, I have to just, I got to go die on this hill because I can't give them an inch. So things that make perfect common sense, I'm, I'm just going to pretend in public that I'm against. That's why everybody should be like me and hate everybody. So you don't give a fuck yes. if you all yeah. agree. Just be like, I don't care. That's the best this way to go about life. It is, it is sadly it in is. games. Yeah. It, it, currently in games it is because a person may sound like a dick, but that's the person you actually want talking about something because they are going to say, yeah, this is great, but this is, I don't care if you like this, this one thing sort of sucks or it does suck to me. That is true too. Sometimes we do hate something, but it's not necessarily bad. You just... And and that's a different part of the discussion. Now it seems like um, the critique is gone completely, like to some to some weird location. But regardless, million, some people are going to get it. I guess some people aren't. Um, we'll see what they do. I think you know my review is still in progress because, I, dude, I wasn't even able to play. One of the guys on Twitter was like, "I can't believe this. You said you were going to do a review," in pro and this was when the servers were down all the time. And I was like, "No, nah. bro, you got to be able to play it <laughs> to do the review." Like I wasn't even able to get online at that time. So I will return to it and do it. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? We got any amazing big things to talk about? We got GTA having a subscription now. Yeah. Do you have the link for that? I do. Yeah. It's on, uh, it's on the discord. I'll put it in the chat. Um, I, I put it in our notes here. Excellent, okay. man. Zoom. Thank you. So go ahead. Abzi, do you want to read it? Sure. So here's the breakdown of the benefits that GTA Plus members will receive. I think it's six dollars a month or something like that. Okay. Um, and uh, you get five hundred dollar GTA money delivered automatically to your Maze bank. Five hundred thousand, right? Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Sorry. Did I... <laughs> the, the five hundred dollars a 500. month. <laughs> I wouldn't put that past Rockstar. Man. Oh, either oh, would I. Either way, oh, sharks. Wait, sharks. Sorry, it says That's here's the breakdown of the benefits. Yeah. GTA Plus members will receive in the first month of membership. This only states the first month, so I don't know what that means. The Princip, the Principe, the Vest Eight, along with a complimentary house special works upgrade for it. I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, the auto shop located in La Mesa. Introduces an assortment of gameplay updates from Los Santos tuners. Current auto shop owners can relocate to La Mesa at no additional cost. Waived LS car meet membership fees. Current LS car meet members with GTA Plus will be reimbursed 50,000 GTA money during this event period. Yacht owners can upgrade to the Aquarius Super Yacht at no additional cost. The Gousset Frog Tee and Broker Prolapse Basketball Tops and Shorts automatically added to your wardrobe why is there prolapse, is prolapse in, that... in the title <laughs> no know, dude someone it, lost it his asshole like the, the yep. conveyor livery for the for the mammoth avenger hvy apc and tm02 kanjali i don't know what the fuck i'm reading a selection of free, a selection of free paints and emblems for the auto shop three times gta dollars and rp on house special works race series and two times car meet rep on the street race series though there you go that's what you get if you subscribe in the first month so don't know Wait, what but fuck. hold on abzi but it, it's not even clear to me because a lot of those things are like I think a most one are cars like you get it yeah they're one off right? right so you get it the first time first you month. sub yes no. and but i don't know i'm what trying to get my head around what it is you're getting Every month, the only thing they're saying it provides you're getting six dollars withdrawn from your bank. It says it's providing easy access to a range of valuable benefits for both new and long standing players. 
on the mm-hmm. latest generation consoles. It mm-hmm. gets you a recurring monthly 500k. So that's yep. the one thing. Um, plus the opportunity so, to claim properties in and around Los Santos that unlock gameplay updates you have missed out on, special vehicle upgrades, member-only discounts, GTA money and RP bonuses, and more. Each am month. I am I hearing this right? They're stating that there are gameplay elements you can't play normally unless you get this. You I, I keep think saying there are there's some no, gameplay no. bits. No. Well, it says no, to they, claim they properties. It a lot of credits to unlock usually. Yeah, so so I, I'm, to my understanding, you can buy businesses that unlock yes. new gameplay options. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that much money, yeah. Um, so it gives you that. So you, I mean, the the, the Principe de Veste is a hypercar, like, or a supercar in the game that you get. Okay. Um, I mean, from what I'm seeing here, the biggest value potentially, if you already own a yacht, is that you can get the free upgrade, upgrade for to free. the Aquarius yeah. super yacht uh, at no additional cost. Um, which is, I mean, that is potentially a significant upgrade if you, but you already have to own a yacht for that, which is a lot of money, um, and they're kind of useless in the game, um, like in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are money sinks. Yeah, they are. I, I guess I'm not getting it. So. So they're doing shark cards still. Yeah, so wait, no, it does it does say the auto shop uh does in, introduce an assortment of gameplay updates, but it yeah, doesn't say what those updates are. Yeah, I'd like to see that. But so uh, so they're doing shark cards already. Yeah. And now they're adding the sub on top which is basically just pati- very particular vehicles as well as a couple spots that maybe or maybe don't unlock um, a, a unique gameplay elements for those, and then and then upgrade for a yacht. To, to me, it's like you, it's like kind of like PS Plus or like or like let's say um, Game Pass or some shit. That's a bad analogy. That's Game a bad analogy. Great, but, yeah. Well, but, it is basically like they a give shortcuts you, card subscription, right? They, I feel like they give you different free shit every month, though. Yeah. Yeah. True. To me, it reads like a shark card subscription because a shark card on its own for five hundred thousand costs ten bucks a month. Oh, I see. Yeah, you uh, do also get well, not a you, month. Sorry, it costs ten bucks for five hundred k. Right. The subscription apparently will also net you additional uh, cash when you buy a shark card. Yeah, and also, did of I course. didn't you say three That's times so something? Lame. You That's... said three times something. Three times RP points or something. You said three. Yeah, there was you like got a extra. Comp- yeah, like yeah. like you know, like an XP buff basically okay. and money buff, so you earn more shit. Yeah, for so, for doing the uh, works race series, yeah, and street race series, for car meet rep, yeah. It's just like they're slapping on a sub, and you know people are gonna people who are playing the game um, continuously are gonna buy into it. That news point we were gonna talk about is that you know GTA the, the next generation GTA you know became number one seller. Beat yeah. out Elden Ring and stuff. So obviously, I and I'm a big proponent of saying people are screwing all the time, so babies are popping out. So that means new gamers are coming in every day. But it feels to me like even if you look at how many people who probably didn't have it, a, a number of people are rebuying it for their next gen. Yeah, yeah, quadruple dipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people started buying it on the PS3, then mm-hmm. double dipped for PS4, then PC, and now and, and now PS5. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's, what it's, my problem here is? If everything. we continue to buy this goddamn game, they're never going to make a GTA 6. Yeah, and you can't, like, stop it. You can't be like, hey, everyone stop buying this game. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Right. It's, it's, yeah. 
I've there's been times though where I've actually wished I had that superpower about that video would, games. That would have been amazing. Uh, when I hear about a video game that I think is like, you know, just uh, well, I remember distinctly the first time I wished I had the superpower, and that was NBA 21 or whatever, where you had to buy different hair for your beard and your head or different dyes. And I was like, this needs to die. This is the worst microtransaction ever. I just wish I could tell people, like, Shazam. And I'd be like, don't buy it. And nobody would buy it. Like, it's... shouldn't FIFA and 2K and Madden, shouldn't those all be like, gas games yeah right yeah like even even that i could see like a subscription to play a game like that but they sell you that game every, those games every year yeah and people will continue to buy them and buying it is just the beginning if you're like a 2k player a madden player you're you a whale just buy the game nah you're right? buying cards and shit dude you're you're fucking gambling you're straight the up game gambling. is just a cover fee for the casino yeah <laughs> We should also say, um, like the, the five hundred thousand is is nothing in terms of like. The, Somebody actually what, said that in chat. They were like five hundred thousand. You can get in like thirty like minutes. When, <laughs> like I like I haven't uh, played it in 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 years now. But when I stopped, like the new cars they were releasing, I think they were like the supercars. They were like three million or so sure. uh, to buy. Sure. So I mean, you can half a year, and you can maybe buy a car. With <laughs> This so what's, gonna... okay what, what's worse the uh the the money and progression in gt uh a uh, online or in gt7 what's with gt games doing this type of shit yeah huh? no shit right? what is going... i i think gta is far worse far yeah, worse. Gotta, they, they have watch out you got yeah and they've got all these different tiers and we you know like oh if you do this race blah, 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 it's like with gt7 we, I think we all look at it and regardless if you're a whale or not, regardless, you can usually go, this is, this is off. It's not dramatically completely like, like GTA. GTA is just weird. GT seven though, has the same issues GTA did, which is online only, which really, you know, we were talking about people forgetting and then doing it again. Remember when Xbox was like, our DRM is going to be always online with the Xbox one and, and Sony's like, you just put the disc in, bitch, and you can play. And then all of a sudden, PS5's got a bunch of games that the the game's not even on the disc. Like, it's a, it starts your download. So it, over time, they just creep back in, man. They're creepers. They just keep they just keep coming back. There's It's it's sad, but whatever. I mean, I don't want to get too down on it. People enjoy it. Go enjoy your game. I'm not going to play it, but I mean, whatever. What else? Everyone stop buying GTA, please stop. <laughs> it doesn't stop. work. It doesn't work, Damn man. It. it doesn't work. I mean, I did, I did Fight like the in fight, the, though. in GTA online, I did own like uh, a bunker, a nightclub, uh, the, the biker business. Like I did all of that stuff. Um, and, and yeah, it's uh, like the, the grind is fairly horrible in it and, uh, and not really particularly fun or enjoyable. Well, let's talk then about the possible, maybe perhaps, announcement that might happen next week so which is bloomberg Spartacus. bloomberg Spartacus. was like mm. hey man check out our website because we got new dates and then you click on it and they basically say spartacus could be announced as early as next week it's like mm. i could have done that like a game no their no, online service we've service known that for oh, like it could be announced tomorrow right. that's not right, news right. but they got people to buy into it and be like oh my god it could be announced next week so yeah. let's pretend it is. I want to pretend Spartacus, which by the way, Spartacus died, but whatever. 
bad yeah. names aside, yeah. let's say Spartacus shows up. How does Sony compete? How does Sony start to compete? Let's not be stupid. How does Sony start to compete? Uh, they've already stated day one is not there. They they call them splashy games. There'll be some splashy titles on this release. How do they start to compete? Price? Uh, no. Exclusives, I guess. But Well, yeah. so here's the problem with that, right? Like, uh, And again, this is just going by the price leak that they've already mm-hmm. that has already come out it doesn't appear that they they want to compete on price and it doesn't appear that they want to compete on sort of uh like for like offerings so i think that one like one of the two what this is i'm only going by based on the leak one of two things are going to have to change if they want to charge that price i think they have to do day and date if or if they're not going to do day and day, it needs to be offered as a as a value. Disney Plus launched and they were like a third of the price of Netflix and they were able to shoot to 100 million. Yeah. HBO Max, on the other hand, is fifteen dollars a month. And we haven't even gotten any subscription numbers from that because they're probably uh, very low. So I, I don't know, because if, if you don't do, day, and I'm not saying they have to do day and date, but if you don't do day and date, they are effectively telling you that for the privilege of uh, being uh, one of the lucky people to be a part of the PlayStation uh, subscription service, you're going to pay us more for less than what our competitors are offering. And maybe that works when you say, hey, We've got God of War over here. We've got Horizon over here. But we're not going to give it to you day one because you don't deserve that for your money. Meanwhile, the competition thinks that you deserve Doom and Fallout and Starfield later this year and Halo and Forza. So the thing is, we can't really say that the there's only blockbusters coming from Sony because that's just, you know, because of Microsoft's big wallet. Uh, that's not the case anymore. And it gets worse if if this whole Activision Blizzard thing goes through. So I think in the face of what the competition is offering, they have to, uh, they have to do something. They cannot, they cannot, and what this, what the leak was says it's like a dollar more expensive than Game Pass. So I don't know how they do it. The only thing I could think of is if, you know, in in movies right now, they're doing this like uh, predefined 45 day window. Yeah. So if we say, hey, 60 days or 30 days, 90 days, whatever it is, you got to buy it. And then it's guaranteed to come to the service. But if you're going to leave the consumer out to say, maybe this game will come and maybe that game will come. I don't I think or or we're only going to do indie games in here. I don't I don't think that that passes the smell test personally. Um, Rumovich does a super chat, $10. Just wanted to offer some support for the common sense points of view. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. And then a man named Spartacus posted $2 super chat. Hey, that's me. All right. So go. <laughs> is, who, who wants I to talk? Question. <laughs> I, I, so do you think, is it going to be like PS now where it's going to be asking. available on I'm every platform? Uh, do you think, or is it only on the PS5 or only PS4? On console, not, only on console. Only on console. Yeah, but that, I, so, I, I that think, makes it even worse, though, right? It does. Like, it does. So now, now you're offering it in less places, charging more, and and not giving your number one titles in day and date. That's 
I, I think the only way, like uh, at this point for me, at least personally, for it to compete or or for me to to buy into it, I feel like they would um, they would have to um, add all the exclusive games they've had since like PS1, PS2, and even PS3 that you can't really play anymore that you need an emulator for um, and, and, and make those available. And I think that's like, like a, like a big selling point. For yeah. Them. I, I think that wouldn't be enough because if you look at every single other competitor in the space of services for games, you can talk about the, the you pay one, whatever it's called, Ubi, right? Like, Ubi plus. You, you pay plus. Yeah. You mm-hmm, pay more. Mm-hmm. Um, EA, <laughs> right. EA, all those, the, the big point of those and why people actually buy them fairly often uh, or go back to them even if they drop them is game releases yes so a new game hits on the ubisoft store a lot of people are gonna be like you know i don't really want to come back to this game after i play the campaign i'm gonna get one month of uh, you play plus and and just bang it out that's true that gives it the longevity right like if 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 there was like a ps3 game you want to play you would just subscribe once and play it and then Leave, yeah. exactly and yeah. if you if we're saying just to wrap up that point if we're saying like new games on on the playstation are not gonna have that appeal all of a sudden the service itself just isn't that good of a proposition i think compared to all the others so they explicitly stated they're not doing day one releases uh i, think I don't know so. have they? well well they haven't said that that's just what is what is um expected but but again i think i think they could get away with a tiered window right i think they could if if they said hey we're going to release ragnarok you're guaranteed if you're in this service you could buy it day one or you could wait 30 days or whatever time period they say 45 days um and and now they're sort of doing windowing um so i think if they said that and people could count on it so everything that's out right now would launch in the service new games you gotta wait you gotta wait uh some predefined period of time and i think just because they have very loyal fans they could get away with that but but barring some kind of definite uh window term windowing term i don't know how they i don't know how they get away with it i don't know how how you and and as as time goes on, as more acquisitions come from the competition, as more of those games come day one, it just makes that other service look less valuable. And I don't I don't know how they do it without without doing day to day. Yeah, I would agree with that. Anybody have anything to add? No, I agree. Uh, I do want to point out just one thing on this service too is that it is weird that the company that supposedly doesn't release blockbusters, which is Microsoft. And I get that. Um, but they're doing day and date and Sony is, it sounds like not, I thought officially they had stated something about services, probably not having date, but regardless, if they don't, then it becomes this weird thing where it's like just the company telling you, you have to pay. And Sony's already doing some weird shit, $70 games. Um, which by the way, people I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's like when I do a review, there are a lot of people who are like, listen, 60 was my max. It's what I've been budgeting at. I'm sorry, but it's going to take, it, it can't actually, I don't like what, maybe they're married, right? And maybe they're budgeting their exact amount, or maybe they're single and they're having to budget, or maybe they're just frugal, but they're like, dude, 70 bucks. It makes no sense. Like GT, it wasn't even running for multiple days. 
So not multiple days, multiple hours. So people are like 70 bucks for that. I don't think so. Sony continually thinks they're, they're more like significant. There's something that they think and it, you can see it in everything they do. It's like something that they think and that they push that on the consumer, which is very odd. Didn't they also say for first spoken, it was going to be 80. It was going to push to 80. Someone fact check me on that, but uh, today I was having a conversation and someone what? brought this up. It hey, might I... be the discussion, the usual between dollars and euros, because in, in Europe it is 80 euros for Damn. all the games. And, and Canadian, all games are 80, 80 bucks. In, in uh, rubles, it's a submarine. <laughs> okay, dude. Dude, I'm just that saying. it is, yeah. I'm just, it, like, it depends on where you are. We hear this all the time. Where you are, yeah. you, you know, matters. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting. I personally think that uh, they need to be clearer rather than tiered. I don't like the idea of be, even being smart on tiering. What I would like them to do is be like, here's our amount. You get Sony movies day and date on our system somehow. Like, as in, if it's a Sony published movie, you can get you can watch it on your PlayStation like you would go to the theater. This will never happen. I'm saying this is what would capture gamers. And, and entertainment folks. And then you also say day one games, boom, as well. And here's the Don't price. forget the Crunchyroll Funimation. Crunchyroll. They merge those. Mm -hmm. True. Nice. True. Yeah. That's theirs. Uh, and speaking of animation, speaking of all this kind of stuff, let's jump into Steve's stuff for Everborn Saga. So here's yeah. what's weird. Everybody knew you, and they didn't ask the question I want to ask, which is, where did all this start? Like, it's... where did it st What was the day one for for Everborn Saga. Day I release. Do you guys remember the Windows phone? <laughs> yes. Only the failure. I had yes. one. Yes. Yes. So I was a diehard Windows phone guy and I wanted to teach myself how to code. So I said, I'm going to do it by making a game. And I, I said, I'm going to make a game on a fledgling platform because it's easy to get and easier to get noticed. Gotcha. So okay um that at that time if you're an indie dev and you just made anything because it was such like an app desert on that platform at the time you just get noticed and people would pick you up right mm -hmm. uh so i was nobody but i said i'm gonna teach myself how to code i'm gonna make a game so in 2012 i make this like uh basically like it's a pong ripoff but i mm -hmm. called it star tennis so it was like pong but with lightsabers right i even like like stole the sound effects <laughs> right this way to do um it. so then uh i said okay for my follow-up game i'm gonna make a game that i used to play like uh like a mario style game so i said i wanted to design a character that was kind of cutesy like mario but attitude like sonic and i like swords so i'm gonna give him a sword so i i, I spent three years just uh learning how to code and then making this game called Ariel's World. And it's basically like Mario with a sword, mm -hmm. right? You jump on people's heads, your uncle gets kidnapped, you need to get him back from the Viking mage Magnus. That was it, no story, nothing. Game comes out, uh, we are, at least in the week that we launched, we were the number one paid oh, cool. uh, 2D I platformer, yeah. which is, I know is very specific, uh, but, uh, and number one paid 2D platformer, on an ecosystem that has like 300 devices is not like a huge <laughs> but it <laughs> yeah. still feels good right, right? right. Still, like right. to yeah. see like your number one there yeah. right so um 
so we did that and and then uh you know a year or two later we find out that um windows phone is getting shut down and this is while i'm in the middle of working on the sequel so and there were no tools that i could easily port there were some mm, gotcha but i said i'm gonna switch over to unity and so when i'm when i'm learning how to use unity and i'm i'm working on all that i said you know what i want to i want to give this one a story so i say well why does your uncle get kidnapped right you're ariel why does your uncle by the way ariel's this guy yeah there we go that's that's Ariel. That's his uncle. That's the Magnus guy who kidnaps your uncle, right? Oh. So I say, well, why does he get kidnapped? And I'm like, well, you know, maybe his uncle has a backstory. The backstory is his uncle is secretly the prince of Arcadia, and he has a secret he's hiding, and he's raising the kid in in hiding, and there's some big thing going on. So I start. I start going down that path mm -hmm. and um, I'm like, well, okay, well, there are all these maps and those maps have kingdoms and those, those kingdoms have like, uh, you know, castles and those castles have like people in it. And, and then I realize I have all of these notes and I'm like, I could turn this into like a thing. And so I don't really know where to start, but I say, all right, well, I know this uncle, Baltimore, or Baldy, as we call him, uh, he has a backstory, so I would start with that. And I, now I'm basically telling what is, in our world, The Hobbit, like, mm -hmm. takes place 30 years before the events of the, 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 the kidnapping, the Ariel timeline, the Arrow's Adventure timeline. So I start telling that Prince of Arcadia story, and that's this one. This is Young Man Baltimore. Mm -hmm takes place 30 years before and like i said that's old man baltimore are these, these are the books or images or or these these are comics those are They're comics like, uh, he's oh, also comics. doing he's done pretty much everything oh, that's why okay. i yeah 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 okay, okay. we're I just starting were... with the game right now okay that's right cool. and, and and so when i was um while i was developing all that there were all these other characters around the world and so the idea was to basically the ones that were the most fleshed out I was going to give each of them their own series, right? Mm -hmm. All taking place in the same world. Uh, what, the things that happen in the past affect the future uh, or the, the, you know, the present. And then we would just have them all uh, meet up with each other and we're building up towards this big event, which is uh, Magnus. Again, this guy, he's the guy with the helmet. So he's the immortal uh, Seraph. And uh, he is coming back to basically take over the world because like 300 years ago, he was ruling the world with his seraphs and they were defeated and he was banished. And now his, uh, but ever since then, the seraphs have sort of been hunted and they found a way to bring him back so that they can kind of, uh, you know, rule over the humans uh, and, and everyone else again. So that's basically the backdrop in which this whole story takes place. And now um, we see all these characters where they are in the world and it's all gonna converge to this big war that will happen some years from now um, uh, as I tell this story. So when you were, so you three years for the, what was that? The first game or the second game? Yeah, first game. So second game is not out yet. Second, that's okay. still, yes. That's still that, in the works. That, and that'll yeah, be Unity? So that It's gonna be done in Unity, but okay. So uh, instead of doing 
and that that game like right now is like done i could do a build if you have an iphone i'll send it to you but we've actually paused the uh and by we i mean me because i'm a one-man show for that uh but we've paused the ariel's adventure work because that's gonna uh i've since increased the scope of what i want it to be and we are now working on a uh a, a 2d beat-em-up uh, for the Redlands, which is the book we just released in the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So it's going to basically play like Turtles in Time, Streets of Rage 4. And cool. to all you 2D beat-em-up guys, I know that, that is those are two vastly different games, but uh, the job here is is for us to make them feel so more. Right. Yeah, right. And we are uh, working <clears throat> on the vertical slice right now, and we're trying to have that out this year for something that people can play in steam that's that's like a demo steam ahead now yeah but, like um, demo, vertical vertical slice demo yeah yep yeah we want to do about four levels with two bosses um nice. but but uh and we have another book like a proper novel coming out for the fourth series and that's called the remnant and it'll launch alongside uh a comic which is just a, an an adapted version of the first two chapters so when so, you when you were putting together the game when did you decide on the comic part because that was what surprised me when we were talking on iron lords was like it was you did a lot you sort of hustled multiple things at the same time and you got a comic out as well like did you one day just go i want to also tell these stories and so i'm going to do the comic and and just go hire people to do that because you don't do the drawings right this is like i can't i can't draw to save my life gotcha Right. I can code and I can write scripts. That's all I know. And and I and I can I can fund. <laughs> but yeah, other exactly. than that, other than that, that that's where my skill set ends. So yeah, I had to put together a team. And believe it or not, the comics are way harder to do than the games, right? Because you have to find a team of people that kind of are simpatico. Uh, with you and your vision and the style that you want. So they were just getting off the ground. There are like two finished versions of Prince of Arcadia that will never see the light of day. Gotcha. Just because they're not good. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. that's no shade on whoever. Uh, it just drew didn't it, come together. Yes. It yeah. just wasn't. And that's part of it is my fault. Part of it's their fault. And so when I found the right team, and I had all of these pages and pages of notes and then full, fully realized scripts. I, 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 I realized telling all of this inside of a 2D platformer is probably not the best thing for something that was <laughs> yeah. like primarily being designed for like mobile at the time. Um, so I said, I, and I started going to Comic Con and I started like meeting people uh, like in, independent creators. And I was like, wow, you, this is, this is a thing that can actually, you know, be done. Mm-hmm. And there's so many avenues to publish right now, right? Like all these books are available on Amazon. Don't go to Amazon because they're crooks. It's better if you go to everyonesocket.com. There you go. But, I was going to say, uh, I was going to drop that if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, and I, and, and like, I mean it, like you buy a $10 book on mm-hmm. Amazon and I get like $2. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, um, yeah, just learning about publishing, learning about printing, learning about crowdfunding, going to shows and meeting other creators who are farther down in that journey and doing all that networking made me say like, this is this is something more than just 
a love letter to the 16-bit era of gaming, right? That that's where it all started, but mm-hmm. but now it's kind of grown into this own its own universe and almost the comics are kind of the main thing right now. Like we'll have a novel and the game, you know, or the next game will be out whenever it's out. But like, those are almost like supplementary to the story I'm trying to tell because the foundation now, instead of just being an experiment for me is an actual world and lore and a, a fantasy universe. And I look at Everborn as sort of a, a tapestry, a canvas, a, a milieu, if you will, of, of fertile ground to tell any story in that setting, right? right. You, when you think of Star Wars or you think of Game of Thrones, and not that I'm comparing this to that, but in the sense that once you set a foundation of in, in, in a world that is fully realized, you can tell any amount of stories right in that world and that's what i'm trying to build here so it's starting with this as a foundation of these uh these four characters that we're going to follow so it's it's one story um two timelines and four series all following a different character telling the story from their vantage point but once that is you know set and that foundation is built other characters could come in and and there's there's, you know, infinite possibilities to tell other stories. It's funny because the reason why I became so excited. So we've had uh, uh, Matt Broom. He 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 was an artist for Batman, but then he worked at Sony and did DC Universe on the PS3 and then moved on and he does other stuff now. And then we were lucky enough to have Brian Edward Hill, who's done co- a ton of comics as well as um, movies. I think he's currently doing one of the Marvel. No, he's doing the uh, DC, the... Teen Titans. Okay. And he's the writer and he's been on nice. four or five times. And it's weird to me because I know everybody's like comics. I mean, dude, like, you know, people are collecting ones from, you know, hundreds of years ago, it feels like, but I just got into them in the last Same. four or five years. And, and admittedly, I'm very picky, but what I've always loved is when there's a video game or a movie and they do books or comic books after. So like, I think my first experience with this was Firefly, the TV show slash Serenity was a movie. And they had four or five comics. That and, comics? Damn. Yeah, they do. They follow the doctor. They follow, uh, they follow, I think, everyone or most of the big characters. And I started, I did the same thing you did, but not as a creator, but I started to realize it's like, there's this sort of, there's a sort of a duality of options for people now that it doesn't just have to be a game. And then if you do get somebody who likes your comics, then they might like the game. If they like the game, they might like the comics. And like you said, there's a lot of stories and I'm thank God you didn't put this shit in your 2d platformer, but you, sometimes you just don't want to go X, X, X through a guy saying like, and 75 years ago. And you're like, I don't care. I just want to punch people, but having the comic in there and I'm, I'm going to give you my hope not an expectation of you. Here's what I've hoped though in the past. I think Telltale might've done this, but I would love to see a game where the game plays, but the comics are digitally in the title in some way, if that makes sense. So even if it's just like, do you want to read this on, do you want to read this on the screen and you want to see the comic on the screen and stuff like this, like all the, I've, I've been thinking about this before. Um, 
but it's so cool to see people doing all this stuff because when you said there was an opening for you to tell all the stories and stuff, I'm like, dude, there's like audio dramas now. There's yeah, I mean, audio or dramas are like, huge. <laughs> like, go ahead. Sorry, Abzi. I was saying, or have it like Tunic, where you go around in the game and you collect comic pages. Oh, fuck! It. That would be <laughs> odd. Awesome. Comic, uh, what was the game? The Genesis game. Comic. comic. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's uh, comics. Comics? Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I literally have this on my phone. You know hold what on. I'm talking about, though? No, no, no. Like, I have, because they released it on the iPhone. Comics. What is this called? Okay. Comic it Zone. Is... Somebody Com beat us. Yes. Somebody beat us in chat. <laughs> so, dude, up. like, yes, like, in, fuck, I love the idea of that. Or, or, there, okay, so. I don't so, know if you can see this. This is. Uh, oh, Sega by Sega. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's all these ideas that, you know, like right now, I'm Sony has patented the you can reward people physically, digitally, um, financially for for platinums their trophies and i'm like dude imagine playing a game like that where if a person gets uh their platinum trophy they also get a digital code for the comic qrc code whatever there's all these different things that overlap which is so exciting and to hear people like you because you i saw that you're software engineer right or software yeah well yeah. all these guys are but me and silver i think we're the only two who aren't yeah and so that was another reason i want to have you on because i i do like the idea of somebody knowing hey i can write i can code but i can't do this and then jumping to that i'm always really like i'm always impressed by somebody who can say i'm gonna and you said you had two that didn't work out i get that yeah but the idea that you had a third one that did to me that's like the juice of it all is that you finally found a group and you're like i now have a game and now i have a comic there's something to me that's just exciting about that. And I don't want to get into business, but I do want to sort of, you don't have to tell me the exact is I'll just say this is getting a full fledged comic super expensive and you can use uh, your own term for super expensive. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So it all depends on who, who, what you need done. Cause there are some artists that need a writer and there's some writers that need an artist. Okay. Uh, are you going to separate out the, the um the layouts from the pencils from the inking from mm -hmm. the lettering uh and the colors some people you might get them to do all that at once but i'd say about on average you're looking at about a hundred dollars per produced page and oh. and yeah so per page and, and, Per page per and he's page. got two One that page. didn't work out by the way just remember that yeah. <laughs> right. and and you you if you think that you know uh a standard comic size like our comics are about 60 pages yeah your comics are thick right thick, thick. no they um, they are <laughs> yeah i saw that uh, but uh also um you figure if you're if because you know a lot of people they want to produce like a graphic novel right mm -hmm. you figure that's 100 pages 120 pages think about yeah times 100 that's and not including to... your time trying to right. contact people because obviously or, or you could hire an assistant but then you right. have to trust that person so and and then there's cover art but then if if you're going then there's printing right and um, like this, you know, I'll just give you this one, right? This is our hardcover, the first hardcover we did. It puts together chapters one and two of this, mm -hmm. right? And so how big is that one? 
This one is a hundred pages, but okay, book two, two is 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 a hundred and twenty pages. Uh, okay, just because we had, you know, I couldn't cut off. The, yeah, I didn't want to edit. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but um, so, but so to if to print that hardcover book, it is um, maybe five dollars a pop, all in. But you have to buy at least five hundred of them yeah. just to get that price, right? Yeah. So, so, and then it takes two months to get it because you're only getting that price if you order from China. If you order it here, you're going to spend like uh, eight to ten dollars for one of them. So, those are the things to think about. So, what we try to do is I'll usually fund the production of the books myself, mm -hmm. then go to the Kickstarter so I know everyone's going to get their book. Oh, and smart then, move. And then what the Kickstarter basically pays for is the bulk printing. Yeah. So let's say we order a thousand from whatever we did from the Kickstarter. It'll take like a hundred of those to fill the, you know, the backers, right? Hundred books. Now I got nine hundred books to sell that will sort of um, recoup some of that, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I so did even the Kickstarter doesn't really make money because the Kickstarter buys the books to to actually sell them, and then you go to the shows. And that's where you sell them, and then from the website and things like that. I uh, you... I did a successful Kickstarter for bicycle cards, a uh, plane deck, and I hired artists, and I made a D and D themed one. We had forty eight thousand people, and oh, I got to tell you, the worst problem with Kickstarter was nothing that I expected. I was like, okay, I I, I know that we're gonna lose on this. I I had to put you know your special stuff together because everybody likes bonus tiers. It was it was that. I didn't have anybody to help me. So I did 48,000 shipments by myself. Oh my God. Well, my wife. And it was every day going to the post office. And that's where the money's lost because, well, not that's only the place, but because that is time, you know, and you could be doing something else. And it was, it, it, it's so interesting. You'll see people look at Kickstarter and be like, why is this book this much money or whatever? And you're like, dude, like a lot of Kickstarters need to really go beyond beyond to make money. A lot of the Kickstarters like yourself are more about, yeah. like you said, very smartly. I already have these. I know they're going to yeah. be Setting ready. the foundation. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to wait for shit. I used bicycle to make my cards, which was like three times as expensive, but I wanted their cards, but the Kickstarters, I see that a lot with Kickstarters where people look at a price and they'll, or, or they'll look at something and be like, ah, maybe, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't realize that most of the time those things, if they are successful, need to be quadruply so to do, you know, really well. Or they're going to be like you having to go to a, sh you know, a show and sell those to yeah. recoup, you know. But yeah, you're making it, fans, it, it, which is another thing, obviously. Yeah, and that, that's sort of where it is now. Because, like, um, I think last year, and I've been doing this since 2017, and last year was the first time we broke even. And I'm only talking about a calendar year of breaking even. There's way more invested yeah. in since the beginning than, than we've yeah. taken in. Yeah. But uh, it is a long road. And it's right now, it's all about sort of fan acquisitions so of people know about the books and people get them in their hands and they show them to their friends and say, hey, look at this. I know this cool series, pay attention to it. Cause you know, like when you're, when you're, everybody loves you when, when you're not successful. And then as soon as you blow up, they're like, Oh, look at that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> like, Oh my God, this is so cool. It's so niche. It's so awesome. And yeah. then when it blows up, it's like, Oh fuck. This because America in particular loves a success story and loves tearing people down. We are yes. quite literally yes. do split brained. 
It's like mm-hmm. yes. I, I, and I see it myself. When if I had said something when I was a smaller channel, people would be like, okay. But as a bigger channel, suddenly it's like, I hate him. He's obviously successful. He's got a yacht. And it's like, nah, not so <laughs> much, buddy. Said, no, that yacht is in GTA. Yeah. Oh, I even <laughs> have people now, people will be like, oh, he says he doesn't do sponsored reviews. Back then, people would be like, this is amazing. Now I actually have people who argue for it. They'll be like, I think you just think you're better than everybody for not doing it. I'm like, That's... no, but I think that my focus is going to be obviously different. And they get mm-hmm. mad about it. And you're like, wow, you just want to tear somebody down, man. But let's stay positive. So you get all this, yeah. you get your shit together, you get comics out, you get, um, t- so two, you got one game out, one game on hold. Yeah. Right. Is that okay? And, and then, and then you got the comics out. What's, what is the plan right now? Continue with the comics. It sounds like, and then the game will come. Yeah. So r- down there's the, road. the we, we've released one game. You can look this up. I think windows windows central did a, did a, did a review on us, but you can just, just go to YouTube and look for Ariel's Adventure. You'll you'll see some things. Uh, Ariel's World and Ariel's Adventure. Um, so, and Ariel's Adventure is the sequel that is uh, on on hold. But if you go to uh, Everborn Saga on YouTube, you can see some of the playtests of that. Uh, but we do have like a third game in the works that is a smaller project because you know it's a it's a two D beat 'em up. Those are easy to make than a big uh, platform, at least yeah. in the way that, you know, we're trying to do it. We're trying to do like a Metroid, I call it Mariovania, because it's like uh, you unlock power-ups that will let you into different parts of level. It's the whole thing. We'll That's talk cool. about that later. Um, but um, right now, the next big thing that we're going to release is the proper novel written by myself uh, and edited by several people because I can't spell to save my life. Um, but, uh, the novel will be out and we're releasing one more comic series. And then going forward, like I said, that lays our foundation. So we're going to, uh, do, uh, sequel chapters to all of the series right now. We're, we're in the early stages of, uh, Ariel's Adventure chapter two and Prince of Arcadia chapter five. And then we'll get and the remnant chapter one is getting ready to come out. And, uh, after that, we'll be working on the Redlands chapter two. So there's um, there's a team of about six of us between there's one guy that does cover art for all of the books. Mm-hmm. There's uh, two people that do lettering. There's two artists and one colorist for everything because we want we want it to. The reason we use the same colorist is we want it to all feel like we'll it's in the same together. world. Right. So so every you can think of every chapter of the comic that we release as a POV chapter in like a Game of Thrones book. Right. So it's really all one story and you don't you don't you can read them in whatever order you want, uh, but they are they are all a part of a thing. So even though we we're at chapter one, chapter one and chapter four, it's really we're six chapters into this uh, epic fantasy. That That's really it, exciting. So. It, it I, is I, in comics do that anyway. So I don't think yeah, it's that, I, that confusing. Yeah. And um, I've never like. I've never read comics or mangas or anything until I think like last week I started getting into Berserk about like mm. the big deluxe uh, deluxe and edition Jaro books. Mara, rest Hell in yeah, peace. rest in peace. I I so I got the book and it's like fucking thick as shit. Okay, it's a huge damn. It's a huge book and I looked at it and I'm like, damn, this is gonna take me forever. Dude, I finished it in like a fucking day, dude. Like comics are because of the images, they're, they're right? In, like yeah, bingeable. 
yeah they're very bingeable but they also like um it's it's very because i'm used to like novels or book normal books with like it's like filled with words right and those things like they 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 go by really fast um and um just you know having all these i feel like having all these um different like point of views and then uh putting them all into like like big books i think would be would be really cool as well yeah and and uh and and all part of the 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 because what we're trying to honestly this was all like inspired believe it or not by uh the matrix and i will die on the hill that uh the matrix reloaded is every bit as good as the matrix uh fight me everybody i uh, love reloaded dude <laughs> reloaded is great like the, the yeah, worst yeah. thing about reloaded is revolutions because that movie was hot garbage but anyway um so the idea that they were telling this transmedia story where some of it takes place in the game, some of it takes place in the Animatrix and other parts of it take place in the movies. I, 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 had, I had always been in love with that idea and that's sort of what we're trying to do here. But um, you know, the bigger thing here is when we think about these things, um, as a creator, if you have an idea, and I know it, it can be expensive, but you know, crowdfunding can help with that just start to put something out because, it, you know, learning from, you know, I had a lot of failures and learning from those failures are what you build on to kind of do your next thing. That just, that doesn't just apply to making comics or video games. It's kind of like in life, right? You, you want, if, if you, a failure is only a failure if you learn nothing from it, right? So you, you, you have to kind of take uh, whatever kind of hardship and struggles you have and use that so that you're better uh, the next time. But I say all that to say, uh, if you have an idea, find a way to make it, even if it's bad, because you, your next iteration of that idea will be better. And we are in a world right now where all the comic book properties are bought up, right? Disney owns Marvel, Warner Brothers right. owns DC, um, but there's a lot of other, you know, producers and movie studios and, you know, streaming services that want their own piece of the comic book pie, right? And so a lot of indie creators are getting their ideas adapted yep. and turned into, into, you know, movies and TV. Like uh, right back there, you, all those comic books I have back there. Like most of the comics that I, I stopped reading superhero comics when I was in high school. Like, and I've been reading comics my whole life, but they've always been sort of indie stories just because there's, you know, more freedom of things to do there. But they just turned DMZ into a series, yeah. right? They just turned Why the Last Man into a series. Uh, the I don't know if you follow Black Sands, but that guy is is kind of doing like a Gods of Egypt, but with actual Black people. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> um, so... Uh, he was just on Shark Tank and Kevin Hart and Mark Cuban invested a half a million dollars into his company, right? Right now is the greatest time to be a creator because people are looking for IP and there's nothing like being in a, 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 a pitch room and, a, and saying, hey, I have an idea and it's already based on source material and it already has fans. So what I'm doing right now is creating that legwork for one day when you know Netflix or whoever knocks on my door and they want to turn this thing into a series, right? And I'm not going to sell out unless the price is right. Like if you offer me $4 billion, <laughs> like they gave George Lucas, I will, I'll tell you right now, I'll sell out. But what I'm saying for the most part, uh, I'm establishing the groundwork 
to one day, you know, seeing this thing on the big screen. Very you know, cool, Steve, man. It's, it's interesting to me. You mentioned like a cutoff point for graphic novels being like 100 pages or so. Some um, are a lot bigger, but yeah. Yeah. That's but, like the minimum because, you want because to here, for a graphic no, novel. Th that's interesting to me because here in Europe, we have a very, very rich tradition for graphic novels, particularly in France and Belgium. I don't know if you're familiar with the Bon Désigné, uh, as they're popularly referred to, but like they they're very they're basically graph, graphic novels uh, running like forty to sixty pages. Um, okay, interesting. That are like these albums, basically um, that 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 they run, uh, which are stuff I grew up with. Like one of the most famous artists of those is a guy called Möbius, whose art basically yeah. inspired like Star Wars yep. and Blade Runner and like sci founded cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, uh, yeah, yeah, um, like there's a very very rich tradition here for for that sort of graphic novels and a lot of like independent studios that, that run that though some of those have also sort of been monopolized by by bigger media conglomerates unfortunately um but but that's interesting to me that there's that sort of in, in america that that's sort of the, the cutoff point for like terming graphic well, it novels. makes sense i mean everybody yeah, says yeah, we have like we novel. have yeah. we have add maybe that's what it is maybe it's like you guys <laughs> with your pinky up and your wine or drinking and fucking yeah. reading 600 page things maybe us americans are like 40 pages that's it that's all i'm reading <laughs> 40 pages um we do i i do want to move on here because we do have a bunch of different se uh, sessions we need to do including free games but if you guys get a chance i've dropped his link a couple times i'm going to drop it here again and we'll circle back around to um everborn and he'll make sure to give you all of his links as well as, as at the end of this but it's always interesting to hear somebody doing well and creating their own thing and i do have to mimic i, I love this type of shit man like supplemental stuff to other shit like games supplemented yep. by like comics not doing the same exact other thing media. but just like yeah. yeah just like supplementing it with more like that mmo that had a tv show or, or fucking even final fantasy 15 with king's clave and the anime um, i always love this shit i think it's really cool the one thing i was gonna say was that uh now is the time because i was asked yeah. yesterday yep. somebody again somebody was like what do you have new advice for somebody wanting to do youtube and i'm like dude you're way late you need to have already done something and that's quite literally the truth and it sounds like what he's saying is pretty much that's also a way to go into a meeting with like a netflix if you say hey this is already here i already have all this stuff and it's easier for people to buy in that's the same way. Don't, like, just don't get stymied right now, unfortunately, because of sickness and war and all this stuff. You have the biggest, you have the largest contained audience that YouTube slash entertainment will probably ever have in the future. I mean, it's ridiculous. The amount of entertainment being imbibed, like people are, I mean, there are companies who are just racking the numbers saying that like the leaps that they thought were going to happen are quadruple what has, what has happened. Um, or what has happened is quadruple because of people being stuck at home, working from home. You got your old podcast on the side. Now you're listening to that. You're reading a comic on the side where you're answering phones for a job, even though you should be working, you bastard. But long story short, now's the time. Definitely get out there and start. Um, speaking about deals, though, for a second, Reg. Yes. Free games and games that aren't free but look free. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fairly short list this week. Uh, free, totally free on the Epic Steam uh, uh, Game Store. We have Demon's Tilt. And on the Microsoft Store, Sacred 2 Fallen Angel. 
uh, that's it. Subscription stuff. Uh, PC Game Pass has uh, Norco and Zero Escape, the nonary games. And uh, Game Pass for Xbox has F1 2021, Kraken Academy, Tainted Grail Conquest, and also Zero Escape, the nonary games. And coming next week, Crusader Kings 3. actually Wait. really want to play Crusader Kings. Uh, it's a fun-ass fun. fucking game, so dude. It's so good. So that'll be... It's one of the best games for, like, an emergent narrative. That's going to be Game Pass on console? Yeah. Wow, that's I a smart I would say move. I want to play it to, like, help with some of the future scripts because, like, some of the double crosses and marriages that yeah, you have to dude. do are... Bro, I, I wed my, my son to this Duke guy or, or Emperor's daughter because I wanted to get good with the dude. And then I found out my son plotted to kill my grandmother, you know? Yes. I'm like, dude, what the I sold fuck? kids. Wow. I did. And I'm evil when I play those games. I'm like, let's see if, if the depths of evil can be mimicked. And they can. And you can be good, too. It's uh, it's a fantastic game, but it is deep. And they keep adding more. They keep adding more. Yeah, they added options. a 3D court now, that where mm. you can see, you can actually like have sort of a room like Sims kind of thing. It's very cool. nice. Um, so that's it though. That's it. Mm. That's it for yep. for free stuff. Uh, again, you guys were talking about games coming out and sort of being lost in the shuffle, and I I do believe that's why we're just not seeing releases right now because why get lost in Elden Ring, GTA, and all that stuff. I, it just feels like that's sort of what they're doing. Is like that's why we're getting lean. I hope. I hope because I keep bringing that up as the excuse, and I. Uh, but I hope it. I hope it yeah. does get better. We'll see. But, April, May. There's so, not a lot next month. Actually, I was looking at that. What were you gonna say, Everborn? No, no. no. I, so I I hear like both sides of that argument of you know it's a really dry time in gaming, and then also it's the best time in gaming because you know this February we had like. Uh, Sifu or Saifu yeah. and Horizon. Uh, Horizon. It was Dying Light Two, Dying Light Tunic, all those things. Babylon's Fall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, One man. of those ain't like the other. Oh man. <laughs> right. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, Crossfire X, right? Um, but... <laughs> this is just gonna get bad because there were some bad games. Um, but no, it's you know there's a a bunch of amazing I think uh, games right now, and I think a Plague Tale's coming out, but not till June. Um, Can't wait. But but I do think there are, and the funny thing is, most of those games that were were so good were all slated for 2021 yeah and it feels like every, we're just kind of pushed back everything is pushed back like a year and the people who tried to force their games out early we saw it they were met with uh catastrophic uh failure yeah, true <laughs> battlefield 2042 but uh yeah. the thing is oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know i i mean i could also cough and say halo co-op but we're we're, we're I mean, not we're, oh uh, dude we <laughs> I'm that's gonna send us into a I'm death not, spiral. I'm not touching if we have to talk about that shit. Until... <laughs> I mean, we're also getting amazing indie games every week. Uh, yes, and, yeah. and listen for me. That is that's the the the, the silver lining here is that uh, a lot of these indie games uh, are now have more of a chance to shine. And honestly, to me, I find that most of the interesting new gameplay mechanics that's where they're happening. Right. That's yeah. where the, 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 the fun is happening. And these big budget, highly polished games are, are a lot of the times playing it safe. 
right? So obviously you'll have your odd man out here and there, but like um, what you were explaining about Weird West, uh, the, the way, you know, yeah. tunic works, um, just a lot of those things seem like uh, if, if you're one of those gamers that is more about uh, the actual gameplay than you are about the presentation, uh, and some of these things are presented really well. I don't want to like denigrate anybody's artwork or anything, but like to me, that's that's where the the most interesting stuff's happening on the indie front. So it is know. also because there's a lot doing you know unique things, but also failing very hard at it. Like for yes. one really good indie game, you'll you'll see like a hundred really shitty ones, right? Hey, so, here's the thing though, <clears throat> I diss on Unity all the fucking time as an engine, <laughs> and. And go into Unreal, I've been like, wow, this is, it really is easier for me. But the fact is, man, in the last couple of years when Unreal went free and when these engines that allow for people to easily create, it's the best time. I still think it's the best time for gaming. Yes, we have microtransactions, yeah. but all, we and we do. And you guys know, I'm not going to, that's a big thing to me. But the idea and by the way, you can see these tutorials because I've been following them <clears throat> for the last couple of months. You go online and a guy will say, in 30 minutes, we're going to make a beautiful forest in Unreal that you can walk around and chop trees down. And it's 30 fucking minutes. So, he, uh, you know, when everyone was talking about going in and having, you know, a, a, a discussion with somebody and saying, here, this and this is made now. A normal person, not somebody who is absolutely skilled, a John Carmack who's out there programming the fucking reality to do different shit, but us normal stupid people can go in and make something and say, what if I tried this? What if the trees chop down people? And you do it, and you can fucking show it to somebody. That, now, let me ask you that a, is, a question yeah. about Unreal. Because I always thought of Unity as like, if you're doing a 2D game, just do it in Unity. It's easier. Uh um, how is Unreal with like 2D stuff? So that's actually <laughs> funny you ask because I hate 2D, but that's what I'm doing to sort of learn in okay. Unreal. And I got to tell you, so the blueprint system is ridiculous in Unreal. And I'm, I'm messing with four and five alpha. That's the one thing I don't like about Unreal. I think Unity does it too, but they have all the versions, you know, where they're like, here's your beta version with, with new things. But for iteration and like getting something, doing something on the screen, it's insanely fast. It's, but for something like what you want to do, um, I don't know if I can answer that, but I can say for something I want to do, I was able to make a, a, a level with graphics, with bounding, uh, with things that you bounced on. It moved, it flipped the character up. The character did a flip and landed and could run around and die if they fell into specific spots in like an hour and a half. Which, they also use C sharp and JavaScript. Oh for, yeah, for of course, thing? yeah. And you, dude, look at Ascent. Ascent what? is a perfect example. The Ascent, which is coming out for PlayStation, those guys use the blueprints, and then they looked at them and were like, "Hmm, I don't like." And but you can write your own, and so they yeah, took I, blueprints and and modified them for their thing. Sorry, go ahead, Steve. I, I thought that um, Unreal was you had to use C plus plus. I know Unity uses C sharp and JavaScript. Oh, maybe and I'm a C sharp guy. Yeah, for for manual coding in Unreal, it's C plus plus. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Um, I, I admittedly that that does show my lack of really knowledge because I'm using the blueprints for the most part. I mean, I've learned how to adjust them actually, strangely enough, but which is pretty easy. But it's it's just it's or I could use artificial intelligence and just tell it what I want, and maybe it'll write me a 
a proper program these days. But maybe, it is. It or is. Maybe it will go on Twitter and do something. Become else. a Nazi. <laughs> it, it, I'm just okay. really happy because people can iterate so quickly. Unity used to be known as the iteration, and which I loved. That's what it was for. You could get it running quicker. An Unreal, they looked at it and were like, "Okay, we got to fix this. We got to." And and that competition has helped. That competition has made it so that you know. As somebody who just wants something like a place to walk around, like I'm making little dioramas for, for ideas for my own stuff on the side and I'm able to do it in just a couple minutes. And it's just, that's good. Yeah, dude, it's, they're becoming, they're becoming way more accessible than before. And that's not awesome only that, because... but like you can just hit a button and it'll rain and stuff like that. Um, yeah. $10. Yeah, Mr. I, I want to read the super chat real quick. Mr. Yeah. K, Mr. K is your super. Carrick, would you ever go on David Jaffe's chat? Uh, Ghost of War or, D-O-W, God of War, Twisted Metal Channel for a chat. I know he'd be super down. We asked him, a bunch of us want to see two of our favorite dudes shoot the shit. He did, would I ever go? Yeah, I do podcasts. Yeah, they can contact me. I'm trying to think. He does have his new YouTube, doesn't he? Because I, I did yeah, talk. Yeah. I, Jeffs, I, I think yeah. I went back and forth with him. Not in a bad way, Um, but I, I, I think I tweeted back and forth with him. Twisted Metal's the car one, right? That's a long yeah. time ago, yeah. guys. That one I remember. God of War, he must have been the originals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's before Corey. Uh, before Balrog. 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 So, wait, is, he name, is his name exactly the same as the Lord of the Rings? Creature? No. No, it's Barlog. Barlog, yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> it's pretty like close. Bowser and Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, Street Fighter, yeah. 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 Um, Abzi, games What's that up? have been updated. All right, there's not much here. Um, if you guys know of any others, please let me know. You know, updates can be all over the place and yeah. hard to track. Uh, God of War got a got an update on PC. Uh, aiming and blocking can be toggled now instead of hold. Uh, triple buffering was added, and oh, um. It fixed a bunch of crashing issues and increased performance through different stuff. I didn't really go into detail here. Um, Cyberpunk, they bug fixes. Um, Crusader King also got updated with bug fixes. Um, Death Stranding Director's Cut got announced on Steam. Unfortunately, though, I feel like you just have to buy the game again. You can't upgrade your, your Death Stranding into a Director's Cut. I think you have to rebuy the whole game. Uh, kind of like Persona, right? Yeah. Uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth got a, a bunch of gameplay additions and new content. Um, I'm not going to list them all, but there's a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of like, uh, you know, certain upgrades do different things now. Um, I think there's a new character and, and there's like a bunch of more gameplay opportunities there. Um, and then Elden Ring fixed uh, the hacker issue. They Elden Ring had a hacker issue where you'd PvP someone and they teleport you to a um, a certain spot on the map where you keep falling and it just ruins your save. And they fixed that issue, so so hackers can't teleport you anymore. That's cool. Is that it? Yeah, just a correction to yeah, the that's trending yeah. one. There is an upgrade for ten bucks. Oh, is there? Is there? Because I looked at the Steam and it just thank I just God because that was going to be the next ten that. minutes of this discussion. So okay, that, <laughs> so that's good. so you can just off. pay ten bucks and upgrade it to a director's cut. Yeah, and play a really that's boring good. game for ten bucks more. Uh, it's amazing, let's... the best riveting game I play I've ever played in my life. It's so good. Well. <laughs> Let me calm down, right? <laughs> well, all right, Silver. <laughs> indie game, indie game, and then we're going to go to Johnny's news about Fidelity FSR. Go for it. Uh, yeah, indie game of the week is Norco, uh, Norco. which, as Reg, Reg mentioned, uh, is uh, 
coming to or out on uh, Windows Game Pass. Um, it is sadly PC exclusive. Um, it's a game that's been in the works for about five years. Uh, about a year ago, it won the, I think, Best Game Award at the Tribeca Game Festival. Um, it's been a bit of an indie darling. Um, it's set in uh, Norco, Louisiana, which is uh, an industrial town. Um, in Norco, there are a lot of like refineries uh, there, um, uh, chemical plants and stuff, I think. Um, it's a looks to be a pretty sort of dismal place in some ways. Um, it's a game, uh, point and click adventure game uh, with pixel art. Uh, has, I think, one of the best soundtracks, possibly the best soundtracks I've heard so far this year. Sort of this mix of synthesizer and electronic music uh, with a very heavy punk, punk feel to it. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, there's a really, really solid sort of sense of place to to Norco, to like the, this, the industrial landscape, which looks a lot like with the chimneys, with fire and everything. It looks a lot like the opening shot of Blade Runner yeah. to me. Um, like it, uh, you basically play as Kay, uh, for the most part, uh, who grew up in Norco along with her brother, Blake, uh, you've been, you moved out of the city or out of the town and sort of just drifted around the United States. And now you've returned because your mother has died of cancer. Uh, and so there are some mysteries for you. So to it's solve. a happy go lucky game. Okay. Comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there it, it is quite funny in places. Um, it's a rom com. It's, it's a <laughs> between it's a brother and game. sister. <laughs> it, it's it a does, Tennessee it rom com. Have, it does have it does have a sense of humor, but it is also really sort of grimy and grungy uh, in a way that actually sort of reminds me of Disco Elysium in some ways. Um, oh, good game. But uh, but I'm not I'm not very far into it yet. It only released yesterday. Uh, but I've been liked. I've liked what I've played so far. It has some sort of really interesting uh, mechanics I haven't really seen before, um, and how it sort of uses its systems. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uncovering what else it has. And I definitely recommend people give it a look. It is on Game Pass. It also has a free demo uh, on available on Steam. Uh, and on Steam, I think it's only about thirteen bucks or so. Um, so yeah. Uh, have a look at it and see if uh, if it takes your fancy. Uh, like said, said the like the the, the lead de developer is actually from Nor Norco. He grew up there, so uh, oh, so it is very sort of rubbed in uh, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, he basically wanted it. Like he he said he objects to people uh, calling the game dystopian. He doesn't consider it that. He just wanted to sort of um, reflect. Well, he considers the home. home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Johnny. Your post. I grew up in the Bronx, and I consider oh. it dystopia. So, yeah. oh, do you? <laughs> you know, yeah. we had a guy uh, grew up in Detroit, and he was like, "Dude, best best town I've ever been to." And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's rough." Uh, Johnny depends on what street you're on. D true that, right? Yeah, for sure. And if the cops will show up at all. Yes. Um, well, sometimes you don't want him to, but that's another conversation. <laughs> that's <for another>. Narcos, <laughs> totally different game. So, uh, so uh, Johnny FSR. Yes, so you've talked in the past about FSR. It's AMD's response to NVIDIA's DLSS in a way, although they're kind of it's different tech, it operates differently. You've talked about that. There is FSR 2.0, right, coming, and the, they've said Deathloop and Forsake, Forspoken uh, will be the first games to have the 
running for PC. So this will be the PC versions. Mm, and then yeah. additionally, uh, they said that it's headed to Xbox as well. So they confirmed that uh, they are projecting to have this tech in Xbox as well for games on that Xbox. would be huge on console. Right. Although they didn't give a timeline or what games will have it or any of that, but they just confirmed that it will come eventually. Is 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 it using is it deep learning as well or machine learning at all or or is it just completely different uh, uh, tech? I'm pretty sure they use machine learning behind the scenes to to fix the and and make the uh, the scaler better, but it's but, not yeah. the same way. As DLSS. to figure out the details, right. you know, like, does it does it happen at a hardware level? No, um, in fact, okay. that's the well. Okay, so I I apologize. Um, that they have two. This is where it gets confusing. They have two versions. They have a hardware version, and then they do have and are talking about rolling out like a software version. Then they have that super super resolution thing as well. So AMD does have something that they want that in the future will be in hardware specifics. But by the way, I do want to point this out. Microsoft and AMD have a deal where Microsoft or AMD has to say first on Xbox. Um it will be on PlayStation. There's there okay. is no difference there. Admittedly it could be like VRR or, or you know variable re refresh which hasn't still hasn't fully come to the PlayStation, but I would completely ignore that. And somebody says no machine learning on FSR uh, 2, it's just algorithms they say but what's interesting is it's replacing their version of anti-aliasing with a temporal solution that b bothers me because i like taa but it makes everything look so soft and it's why most games now have a sharpened slider if you turn on tsaa or, or taa so you can like do you get a little for fxa or oh no no okay. That's like okay. a cloud. That's like having okay. glaucoma again. No, it's uh, it it's just that that's what it does. Is it's it's mm -hmm. softens it, and so a lot of times they'll have that slider that goes along with I it. I mean, the sharp sharpness slider is already there for as, as well in the Steam Deck, for example, with FSR one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and without it, you yeah no. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm not too. I mean, this is awesome, but I think FSR one looks terrible in ninety nine percent of the games. Uh, did, I, yeah. I was very happy with its implementation in the chop suey shooter that I reviewed, uh, Shadow War, Shadow Warrior Three. Oh, mm. Shadow Warrior. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought that was I thought it was done very well there. I couldn't really. There wasn't a huge. You know, you could zoom in on a pixel and be like, you know, at seven thousand magnification. Definitely downgrade from the yeah. trailer. Yeah. yeah, but um, I'm just excited for this. I love tricks. I love tricks for kids and adults. Apparently. Because it's awesome, man. The more they do, mm -hmm. the more they can figure out these kind of ways. They did say that it's fast, as in I think they were saying that it's fast enough that it's e it's faster than TAA. So it's faster in the in the right for in the milliseconds that it takes inside. It's faster than TAA itself, which that's good. That's good. We want that. That's the word. But in terms of sorry, I, I was just gonna ask in terms of reducing the like the workload. Right, because DLSS, they reduce the res, so it just makes it a lot easier to, to render the game. But like this stuff, can we expect, do you think, for 2.0, something where it's kind of in the ballpark in terms of yeah, making it easier for people to run? Yeah, it'll be in the ballpark for, for sure for performance, just like uh, Dying Light 2. Dying Light uh, 2, it's just what they look like. 
Yeah, they have a table that. and in quality mode, it's uh, 67% uh, rendering resolution and the rest is then the upscaling. Wow. And I will say this. The reason why I say I'm into cheats is because I think for the most part that when you look at these kind of things, what you usually see is you, you usually see something that looks really good for the normal gamer, not the zoom inner. And so yes. I'm happy for those kind of things. I do say that again, FSR like in Far Cry looked terrible. I mean, that looked bad. And in that's, Horizon as well. And Horizon as well. Beautiful. They just didn't get it locked down. So FSR 2, getting the second one, that's awesome. And we can just start to, you know, build up on these kind of things. And to me, I'm really excited for it, man. I mean, I'm excited for Intel's version too. Whatever their... Yeah, Microsoft has got their yeah. version. Intel's got XSXX, right? They have a really like weird... That. Yeah, like accelerate your competition is always good and you know competing to make games perform better and run better on console and pc and stuff is always a good time to be alive right um not only just 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 increasing processing power you know looking for other alternative ways um is, dude look at the new smart, tvs right? abzi now they're expensive but the new tvs are using are using machine learning anti-aliasing chips where they yeah, are that's trained nuts. and can be updated over the internet to make your TV do all this, which I actually feel that that's your that's your step to 4K and looking native, even though DLSS technically has more data than native, which is nuts, but the way they do mm -hmm. it in, in some of the in some of the videos. But yeah, it'll be it'll yeah, be some awesome implementations of DLSS look better than native, which is yeah, which is yeah. Great. I think it was Death Stranding, wasn't Death it? Death Stranding. It, yep. Its first iteration was bad, and then they like put in DLSS two, and it was yeah. like, I mean, I, I think they still have some trailers. I know Cyberpunk got like some updates. So this is awesome, man. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I always wondered what what is this stranglehold that AMD has on the the console manufacturers? Because no one will ever work with Nintendo again, except for or sorry with Nvidia. with Nvidia with except Nvidia? for Nintendo again. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft has <laughs> okay. stated it openly. Like Microsoft okay. hates. Which, I mean, even as a regular consumer, I totally can understand. So, dude, Microsoft, <laughs> I've you know, Microsoft is known for you know fucking people over. But what's funny is. They got so fucked over on the original Xbox that I remember they said behind the scenes, people were like ready to throw hands. They were like, because the original Xbox, NVIDIA basically destroyed that by by fucking up the amount that Microsoft had Dude, to pay. I was I was legit happy that, that the ARM deal with NVIDIA fell through. So am I. So am I. Like, that, I that like NVIDIA's totally tech, but ARM. as a company, guys... By the way, this is a company that still can't get Xbox ex or your, your NVIDIA experience to not be a full screen. Like these guys, they're programming. You'll get a driver from them. Sometimes you'd be like, what in the fuck are these guys thinking? They, I don't want them touching yeah, my consoles. And, and also so, the, to, 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 uh, to their, their market dominance, uh, replacing pretty much everywhere where FreeSync, AMD's FreeSync. It's now yeah. all, all, everyone just levels it G-Sync compatible. Yeah. 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 I, 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 when I was looking for a video card because AMD didn't have their act together with this whole DLSS style yeah. tech. Yeah. I went with the 3080. That's what I, uh, which, yeah, which, which I'm going to basically be using for the next three or four years. Oh, uh, sure. But, but I rarely ever game on PC anyway. I mm. just wish that this, um, I, you, funny, fun fact. I, I actually only got this uh, gaming rig 
because I was getting these Twitter arguments with the PC master race guys. And they always say, you know, um, you know, my PC or PC is better. And then I'm always like, but is your PC better? <laughs> yeah, <also>. that's the <laughs> thing. That's like, like, it's, it's just different, right? Everyone has their own kind of PC. Dude, like it's cost own. of entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cost of entry. And also like, it's not, you're not getting a standardized thing across the board. Oh, that makes no. everything simple, oh, no. right? From it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have an issue, you, you got to dig in. You got to gotta do your shit. And the issue I had that I told you guys about, it was telling me everything in my PC was telling me it was the video card. Everything. Every error code, everything. <laughs> and I looked at my video. I looked at my PC. I opened it, which normal people you wouldn't want to do. I, I don't want my mom and dad opening a PC. What the fuck? They won't unplug it first. They'll shock themselves. I open it up and I look at this card and I'm like, I bet you that card needs power. Completely separate card, not the video card. I plug it in, never crashes again. And I'm like, you know, there's a there's a cost of entry and a difficulty in dealing with something that people do not take into account when they talk about platforms. So yeah, and that's that's the thing. I know obviously I'll get better performance on the PC. And I have a 4K 120 G Sync monitor, right? It was yeah. one of those uh predator monitors, Asus Predator monitors, right? But I just feel more one, it is the it is the ease of use. When I was younger, I used to like to work on cars. Now, yeah, I, I don't have time yeah. for that. Yep. Right. So I when I when I do get those moments where I want a game, I just want to sit on a couch, eat some Doritos, drink my Mountain Dew, and enjoy the game. I don't yeah, want to press about a button and you're in. And all of this other stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what though? Okay, I agree. I do want to play devil's advocate in one way. I'll be Johnny this podcast. All right, Johnny. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking, Johnny. But there is one devil's advocate to this. Uh, and that's that even I am noticing that console games are starting to arrive in some shit shape. So in oh, the yeah, old days, yeah. I used to say, yeah. dude, if you if you want to do mods, PC, it's guaranteed. But if you just want to turn on a system and not have to worry about doing this or doing that. But I'm telling you guys, PS5 yeah. in particular has been a nightmare. Uh, remember when it was like it was rebooting my my piece of uh, my PS5 and redoing the hard drive every time. That's an official product. From somebody yeah, that's the tat right like you you got an issue you can't do shit about it you, you just have to live well that's with the it. difference like, pc yeah. more expensive and you can configure it which is also bad but you can also dive in console you can't dive in but it should do things no it should just run and we're starting to see these games that that's not what's because happening. they're be increasingly becoming pcs and that's why a lot of people get mad at me they'll be like you rated this game a weight and i'm like yeah the console crashed i'm sorry there's few things in the world that is more reprehensible than a console crashing. That's that's one specific hardware that the developer, they should have worked and figured out how to get that to work, and they didn't. And it, I think we're running into that a lot more now on consoles. It feels like Dying Yeah, Light I mean, once we, they made that. the cut over to x86 for these chips, like, mm -hmm. that's yeah. it. The, 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 the power PC was gone. The proverbial gone. pool. Yeah. I, dude, I loved... I remember though, those custom for the consoles were awesome. They had PowerPC, they had weird shit on the 360. The PS3 had cell technology and all that shit. It was so great. But at the same time, ports are much easier now, which is nice. You know, you'll, well, it's nice if the port's good. Well, that <laughs> brings me to the point performance versus quality. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the performance mode on tiny tina is like 1p resolution it's 
fucking well the game isn't raw. really well optimized like when i played it it was uh, it wasn't well optimized at all but my question is is we're starting to see these performance ones and we're starting to see weird things we saw it with ratchet and clank they did a 40 fps right reg didn't they do a 40 yeah. fps with ray trace 40 50 i don't know yeah. something off yeah and sony of course spider-man they know their shit right insomniac are pretty much god level like if they say something's going to hit an fps there's a very good chance insomniac will hit that fps but what's been bothering me lately is as gamers we always say i would love to have a performance mode but we're starting to get them where they're not even close to locked or capped at 60 they're not there and that's another thing you'll see somebody say this is locked at 60 what they really mean is it's capped at 60 that it can go up and down, which is what we're starting to see a lot of times for these mm. performance modes. And well, we're starting to see a lot of low 60 resolution. Target, right? Si 60 yeah, target. I'm seeing yeah. a lot. It's just adaptive resolution. Or they're, yeah, they're and it's starting like to look like prefer, Right, prefer performance, mm. prefer quality mm. instead of... Oh, that's another thing, up. prefer, so they don't get in yeah. trouble. Would you prefer a higher resolution? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, sometimes, bye. <laughs> and you're just like, well, yeah. fuck, man. Because oh, you can't okay. lock it in. So they said that the 40 FPS mode, which makes sense, I guess, uh, is for 120 hertz screens. Gotcha. So it lo it, it gets the division right. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, quality versus performance modes. I love it. I got to see this in Ghostwire Tokyo, though. Guys, this thing has so many options in a console. It's like you can fucking play performance with this, performance with that, uncapped V-Sync. You know, they were obviously thinking of people with monitors like Microsoft had, which is weird because it's in a, it's also, it's Ghostwire's on the PlayStation. That's what I played it on. And they don't do variable refresh, but only three choices in that entire series of options is doable, <laughs> even close to doable. The others are shit, just <laughs> dog shit FPS. I mean, jerky, micro stutters, all kinds of shit that goes on. And what that. happened to 4K60? Like 4K60 this, 4K60 that. You can't hit 4K60 on a console, out. man. You can't hit it on... I have a 3080 they, and I can't they, hit they, it on some games. But they, they even they, even on the box, I think, of the PS5, doesn't it say 4K120 yeah. FPS? So does like, Xbox. I don't know. Uh, Xbox the box says 8K. Up to. It says 8K. Oh, true, because it outputs... True. It can 8K. output... See, I that's... mean, but come on. The Steam Deck says it can output 8K. Anything can output... That's true. Fuck! I don't get it why people don't get that. You can. It's just going to be at one FPS or a half FPS. Like people, yeah. It's that's so ridiculously. Uh, it's t it's it makes gamers look so fucking stupid. It's the biggest marketing scam when they say like capable. They just add the word capable. They say eight K capable, Up to. meaning it could. <laughs> Potentially. Like you can maybe view the UI potentially in that resolution. Yeah, or look at Xbox. Yeah. They didn't even have their OS at 4K, remember? Their o their uh, Xbox Series S and X were at 1080p, I think, upscaled, and it looked pretty shitty for well, a long he time. He here's, a here's another question, and I know we got it in um, at least quarter res reflections in um, some of the Insomniac games, but... Um, it, on the current hardware, and I'm talking about PS5, Series X, forget about Series S for a second. Is there, is it, because I know we were, so, I feel like we were sold a bill of goods um, um, on this ray tracing thing on console, <laughs> we <were. laughs> right? Yeah. It, in what world are we going to see like real, like ray trace reflections, not just shadows or not just quarter res reflections, 
real because there's they're saying these councils have special ray tracing cores and all that stuff are we actually going to do it and if we are is it going to be is it ever going to be worth the performance hit that we would take to get like real well now uh, with fsr you you don't know right I, I it might change things but but i don't think i mean ray tracing is a huge huge dip in uh, i mean insomniac in right wouldn't you guys agree they're the only oh, ones who have nailed we yeah. have to bring that up you got to bring it up they it's nailed by, they they nailed did it. they nailed it and um one of the issues is is that we don't talk about settings so you can do full ray tracing if you have like less geometry and you have hey, less you, you know, know you know what else we don't so. talk about bruno for everyone Bruno. that has kids out there it's a it's it's a encanto joke sorry oh, i have okay. kids i apologize oh um uh, <laughs> go ahead <laughs> wally one says the problem is casuals don't know and don't care if 4k 60 fps is a lie exactly but guess what you're on a podcast where we do care and you care so we know, though, we know that's what casuals don't care. Um, they don't because Tom Cruise had to do a video where he came out and talked about interpolation on HD TVs like it was an alien attack. I don't know if you guys saw that, but like him I and did, another. And I appreciate that he came out. I did, doing too. That. But that shows I, you like I hate like every TV makes your stuff look like it's a soap opera. Yeah, it looks like because dog shit. they wanted to sell yeah. us a feature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that, like remember when they were forcing us to buy like uh 3D TVs for oh like a God. decade just because Avatar <laughs> yeah. came out? Oh, yep. Yeah. And they're gone. Sony had their dual screen uh 3D TV where one person sit on one side hey, so that was like, cool. It was pretty cool, cool tech. Uh but it's for shit because 3D it just doesn't work in that. They get it in the chat, the Bruno joke. I feel better. Yeah, somebody in chat in. did get that. Um but I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm okay with people selling. I just, HDMI just had this too, where HDMI is like, fuck it. We're going to call everything HDMI 2.1, even though it doesn't support 2.1. And you're like, what? 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 That's a, that makes no sense. But was they, it 2.0a or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, USB is less confusing now than HDMI, which should never have happened. But yeah, we're just getting a lot of these weird things. Look at how many TVs guys will say 4K 120. And it's only for one HDMI slot. And it's only at like 500 yeah. MS. I have a TV that's like that, by the way. If it's oh, in no, any hold, other hold slot. But okay. don't don't forget, it could be 4K or 120. Because some of the TVs are doing that <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> yeah, you got to drop down. Yeah. And if you if you want to play in 4K, it's going to uh, bring it back down to 60 hertz. And then you get yeah, input lag, right? It could be 120, but with 60 input, and it, it upscales. I feel yeah, like my, Sleeve got the TV, bad input. My TV has like 4K, but if I'm in 4K mode or whatever the fuck, the input lag is just yeah. ridiculous, yeah. dude. Yeah, I can be. Oh. Uh, and by the way, I'm not, I mean, ridiculous. Like we're talking 150 milliseconds. Like that's, yes. I, you can get a drink and shit. Like I yeah. know, do you know how I test, and I'm telling everybody this, this is a trick for me testing if a game will work on gamepad, playing on the PC or whatever. I'll grab it and I'll flick it as fast as possible. And if I can hear the thing click before I see the screen move, the latency is not going to work for me. And that, I'm telling everybody, that's a really chit. You don't have to worry about specs or whatever. Like that works very well as a test. So if you're doing a first person shooter and you flick as, as fast as possible, and if you hear it click on the edge of the controller before that screen moves, you're probably going to have an issue with, and almost all TVs don't. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. All these people watching, speaking of clicking things, why does using the new Xbox controller sound like you're watching a movie with Gregory Hines? 
You mean tap dancing? Yeah. By the what way, the hell? dude, I loved, I watched every movie that guy was ever in. I just want to shout out. Um, yes. I don't know. I know Reg got the fucking elite and, and gave it back because it sounded like it was breaking in his hands. I, I, I got it as well. Shit. I got the elite. That's the worst control I ever touched. Let, let me let me let me tell you guys a story, right? So I have I have my uh, Series X and my PlayStation in the living room, and like I said, being you know adulting whatever, I can only play when everybody's asleep. So I'd be in the living room playing games at night. My wife is like, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and you're not there. Why are you playing video games? Play it in the bedroom, right? So. I buy another Xbox and PlayStation and I put it in you. the bedroom. I know where this is going. So now I'm playing while she goes to sleep. Lickety. And then the clicking of the yeah. goddamn controller, yep. she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out. Yep. Go back to the living room. <laughs> That's what my wife does. She'll... This is $1,000 later yeah. buying another PlayStation and Xbox for the bedroom. Um, so. uh, Poth Super Chat. What's up, buddy? Do you think you uh, uh, Unreal 5 will solve CD Project Red's issues? The gameplay in CD Project Red is mediocre. Do you think their gameplay is bland? Uh, first answer, who knows? Second uh do you think their game don't you think their gameplay is bland yeah for cyberpunk i do um unreal is going to help them though because it is just a it is just a newer tech that's built they don't have to worry about anymore and a lot of a developers i talk to yeah it's a great engine and and it does stuff now that's so advanced that even porting is going to be faster to your other systems but i don't think it will magically make it won't magically no, it make won't their combat the good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, no, uh, but if, if minute, you also so. hear how many uh, people have left the company, for example, ha using an established engine like that for sure makes it easier to yeah, find yeah. new people to yeah, hire to on board. I, here, here's another side of the, the Unreal uh, argument, right? Um, do Are we at all concerned about the industry sort of homogenizing around one engine and every game looking. And, and I know there's a, a million things you can do. I understand that. But I'm just saying the way things are rendered, the, the things that they're doing with the open world, is there sort of a, a risk that we run with everyone using the same tech? Because I, for one, we can even talk about browsers, right? Like oh, I, oh again, yeah. Internet oh yeah. Explorer, hot garbage. <laughs> it should be taken into the back and shot. Yes, uh, and it won't die because it's a zombie. But at least they were adhering to uh, web standards or whatever at, at, at the time. <laughs> and now that everyone is using Chromium, every major browser is using Chromium, isn't that like, should we be worried that everybody's using the same thing? Everybody's, yes, the whole industry is going to move towards the same engine. Everybody's using the same browser. It worries me, is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, but I think Unity has its lovers. Uh, we got the Vermintide guys on. They're using an engine they actually bought from Adobe. And um, it's completely different. I, I think he said he was the only, they're the only ones using it. And Vermintide too looked great. I like, like, I thought it looked amazing. So, there's smaller ones out there, but I would say that, yeah, there's definitely an issue with, I mean, you don't want everybody using the same tech, I, but there is You don't want to monopolize anything, basically. Dude, I think it's industry. so complex now, though, that, mm -hmm. like, a lot of times people are like, let me change the art style, let me change the feel and everything so that my game is different, but I'm still going to use Unreal because I can hire Joe Bob, who knows Unreal, Yeah, and 
or, or that's Unity. That's a big deal. But is it, yeah. I mean, you guys have it, obviously, more than I do. But you guys know if, like, like whatever database software. Yeah, like you if know, you're using something standardized that other people may know, yeah, you don't have to yeah. train Reduce people. Reduce onboarding. Right. Yeah. 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 And I get it. I think that um, the one nice thing about Unity right now or about Unreal right now is that, you know, we haven't, you know, Tencent hasn't done something crazy with it. Like, for example, I'm I is it always going to be free? And I think it is free for like indies, but companies, they still charge. Is that right? Yeah. Reg? I think when there is a, there's a, a, a tier, like, like a threshold, a yearly yeah. threshold limit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, fucking escape from Tarkov uses unity and it's crazy to me because whenever you think unity games, you think of these small indies or 2d games, but oh, Tarkov, no, be, which is a yeah. big, you know, multiplayer, very realistic shooter uses fucking unity. Doesn't Crytek like use, or uh, doesn't a uh, hunt use Crytek hunt uh, showdown? Yeah, it's by them actually. So, and then you've got you. But I will say this: for every Ubisoft who likes their blah blah blahs, you also have Frostbite from EA, who they forced onto everybody, and it was a disaster to the point oh, yeah. to where people internally were like, "I want to leave the company. I never want to work on this graphics engine again, or this this gameplay engine again." So to them, Unreal makes even more sense if people are like, "Hey, I know this. I can do it." Um, yeah, I don't think anybody. Okay, so Unreal seems to be five percent royalty after you made more than one million revenue yeah. on the product. They're doing a revenue share, basically. Five percent. They want five percent. Yeah. As you go above one million after the first million. Yeah. I'm Which gonna, is that, I'm not gonna immediately... if, you, if you sell on their store. <laughs> Wait, what happens if you don't sell on their store? They take a higher cut? No, they take the 5%. They take 0% if you sell on their store. Oh, oh because... do they? Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. That's smart. That bad. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. But that's smart to say 0%. Because guys, guys who get above 1 million are probably going even farther. Because those big budget games. So they're like... <laughs> Let's just do one. No wonder some companies do just unreal. Oh, that's fucking insane. I didn't know. Now, that. man, I want to put out the Everborn game, and as soon as we hit nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand, cutting off sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we do, you know, something about that Everborn. We do see Microsoft I'll make the store. Rest up in interest. You know, Microsoft Store is starting to release their games on Steam. Thank God, because sometimes you can't even get the game off the store, which is fucking weird. But we we that competition has helped us see Microsoft move stuff to Steam. So I I definitely like the competition of at least two or three engines. That way we don't get right. the thing where there's the, as somebody says in here, Epic Store incentives. Um, I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, I, I do like, I don't know. I'm sort of in love with Unreal right now. So it's hard to, you know, I hate the companies. Oh man, you're drinking a Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like it's hard. And then when I like a game, I don't feel this anymore, but I used to feel bad by putting my creator code in because I knew somebody'd be like, Oh, he's the only reason you gave it a good review. And I'm like, fuck that. Now I'm just gonna start putting it in there. But next up, Carrick, exclusive on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Videos on But we are seeing that a lot of time. It's a good question. Like, do we want I mean, the thing is, guys, man, it takes a long time to make an engine too. It seems like that must be the hardest yeah. thing because and a, a lot of companies... There's also the fact, issues. yeah, that we don't want to reinvent the wheel over and right. over, right? So this right. is a big thing in software engineering. Like, 
we've patterns. figured out how to make a great looking forest like you were saying in 30 minutes and this engine does it really well so if that's what you want to do with the game you know it makes sense to just take advantage of that instead of having to i think it's awesome mm -hmm. that we we've got it i do think unreal also pushes audio better and that's as an audio guy like that's one thing i've noticed in some games lately with really good you know surround sound really good same mm -hmm. like really high sample rates that don't get bogged down and you know end up being delayed and all that stuff like the borderlands guys were talking about making uh when they were making borderlands 3 having issues with sound yeah. samples having to be pushed around until they 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 tricked it i i do like that but then somebody just mentioned this you guys are reading my mind then you have bethesda if there's yeah, any company that i would love for them to leave I would love for Bethesda. I would love if there's any company I would love to use Unreal, it'd be Bethesda. Are yeah, they still using that fucking? Yeah, Gamebryo yes. version seven thousand. Never ever. For Starfield. Yeah, mm -hmm. they are. Oh, My what creation goodness. engine we're talking about? Yeah, creation. And and admittedly, guys, I'm not gonna lie. Most interactive world ever. Like yeah. you can pick up every single thing. Which talking to people who are explaining that they're like, only some engines are, allow that before they just fall the fuck apart. But we're at, yeah, we're at Gamebryo ten or something. I mean, it's ridiculous, and they all have a Gamebryo feel. Have you guys know? It's like yes. Ubisoft. Yeah. You'll play Division, and then you play another game, and you're like, hmm, there's something. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. something yeah. like I know. There, there's a taste mm -hmm. to the NPCs. You yeah. look at their faces <laughs> and you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. motherfucker, fucking Bethesda had bugs in and like Skyrim version one that have not seventy six. Mm -hmm. No, and Fallout seventy six that were available in fucking uh, Morrowind and shit. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's insane. But uh, hopefully that they fix that in Starfield. Uh, do we wow. have anything else before we wrap this up? Listen, I, can I run a quick? Sorry, go on first. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I do have one like story. I kind of that's been annoying me. That's been going around the last couple of weeks a bit. Um, don't know if you guys heard, but uh, there's been this story going around about From Software and working conditions at the studio. I haven't uh, heard that it was like supposedly there was crunch and stuff. Um, the problem there is like I, I looked at these stories that got parroted around from like tweet tweets and stuff. Oh. Um, uh, I had real very a lot of them cited like a, a Japanese site that's basically sort of a Japanese uh, glass glass door mm -hmm. uh, sort of site for for rating uh, your uh, your place of work, um, where where from software rated fairly low. Um, so, but the, but none of the none of the news uh, media organizations that, that that ran the story actually cited the source or like linked to the source. And I finally managed to dig it up, and I went and looked at the from software section through Google Translate because it's in Japanese. Um, and uh, what I what struck me was that the majority of the postings on that site were from like 2011, 2012, and 2013. Hmm. like from employees who left the company back then and weren't very happy with the company back then. Right. Um, and I don't have to tell you, like, I think most people know enough math that to know that like that that's a while ago, <laughs> not only is that a while ago, but like from software, even back then was under a different ownership. Like they got new ownership in 2014 um, when they were bought by like a, a large Japanese uh, publisher of uh, mangas and stuff, I think. Um, 
So they're under different ownership, have, have seen a lot more success since then and stuff. So all of these sort of news organizations that just ran with the story that um, like there's crunch and unhappy people and stuff from software, they're going by, from what I can tell, in terms of just looking at, I looked it up, from a, but they're going by data that looks to be nearly 10 years old, mm. uh, which, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that happens a lot, I think, in, in journalism, where you have somebody who breaks a story and then everyone just runs with that story without really checking up on it. Um, you see it sometimes with writers and uh, Associated Press, where sometimes their stories aren't quite up to snuff, but because everyone just buys lead-ins from, from writers and, and Associated Press, it just gets sort of um, div divided everywhere. Um, and and it's it's unfortunate, but I think it is a lesson that that people need to sort of be critical of of these stories that 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 float around without proper sourcing. Yeah, and proper time. I mean, when Johnny first started uh, in the Discord, because Johnny was learning English, and him and I would have these weird, like I don't know what you'd call them, like arguments. If somebody asked me at that point, if he was like easy to talk to or whatever, I'd be like, no, it's very fucking difficult to talk to. And I, I couldn't figure out 80% of what he, he was blossomed. Saying. No, <laughs> number one, I figured out some of it was me, but some of it was just learning English. And the reason why I bring this up is because I've joked about it with Johnny before. It's like, it took a while. If somebody had asked me then versus now, it's not even the same thing. The data has to be current. Otherwise, it makes no yep. sense at all. Yeah. And well, um, I've and I've also had people that I really liked, you know, and got along with. And then that falls apart. And I'll tell you what, if you ever get called for a reference on somebody you don't like anymore, it's a very unique situation when they're like, hey, so this person put yeah. you as a reference and you're all that motherfucker did. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, can't say that. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Somebody was going to interrupt. What were you going to say, Silver? Were you going to say something? No, I, I wasn't. No, I think it was oh. Johnny. Uh, yeah. No, I was um, I was saying another thing here is that people actually have to read these articles. A lot of the times, there there are people that are reading headlines or the first always, paragraph, always, yeah. and just deciding they know everything that's in it and making up their minds, and then then the hive mind takes over, and everyone has to follow along. And how dare you not be as incensed and out and outraged as I am? Um, so you know. Uh, it, it, Sourcing is 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 part of it, yes, um, but I, I I think that um, we as the consumers of this information, um, you know, like like uh, the people writing the, the articles should source them, uh, but we as the consumers of this uh, uh, information should also uh, do our own vetting and actually read these things instead yep. of just. Just I think if you read an article and actually dig in, you're you're more informed than like ninety percent of the people online. Right. That just and, read the headlines. I mean, well, right. Listen, <laughs> I here's a and I want you guys to try this. Nine times out of ten, if you read like an article which is SEO optimized, if there's a question in that article, the answer is going to be no to that question. Try it out. It's like adding in bed to the end of fortune cookies. So yeah. This, yeah. The question it, it marks, will time. they do this? And no, then, and then it's the like, answer. no, the answers yeah. are always no, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, sorry. The, 
the 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 thing I immediately noticed is that the alarm bell off for me was because this is also what I see when like something goes wrong with like an AP story or quite a story is that other news other outlets will basically just take the article from whoever breaks the story and just copy paste it basically and then that that's just the story that runs perpetually throughout all of the other outlets without any sort of critical sourcing or or investigation at all it's just whoever breaks the story gets to run the story and the story then runs and in this case i think it was the gamer uh an outlet called the gamer that originally ran the story and then it sort of started catching fire with other outlets who then started running the story and they basically all just ran the text from the gamers story which was fairly short only a couple like couple couple of paragraphs really and it was only really like from software right slowly on this sort of employee side and it was referencing crunch from like 10 years ago it's crazy yeah among other things yeah uh so yeah um like i said it's something that happens not just in gaming but but it's been a pet peeve of mine for <laughs> for decades because these news like new it, it happens a lot with these news news agencies avoid us and because it's easy it's easy for news media outlets to just buy that story from Reuters or ap and then just run it in their own like print newspaper or whatever so that they don't actually have to do any investigative reporting on their own but they can seem to be doing investigative reporting by just running Reuters or AP stories. True that. Anybody else have anything before we wrap it up? Uh, can I run a quick thought experiment by you like last week? This will be quick. And I think I know your answer. This is a, a, a spin on the classic trolley problem. This is where we have a train, right? So the train is on rails. And there is a group of five people on the rails that are going to be run over by this train, right? They're tied, they, they can't get away. And you happen to be on a bridge on top of this uh, rail with Todd Howard, right? Uh, who is, of course, about to tell you uh, about his new Skyrim edition that he's releasing very soon. And you have the choice of... Uh, just hanging out, right, and listening to his pitch, or push him so that he falls on the track and stops the train before hitting the group of five people. Sure, that would exactly effectively work that way. sacrificing Todd Howard and his Skyrim vision. I push him and then get inside and make the train go faster. I I, I would do it just not to avoid hearing listening to his pitch. Like, <laughs> you can go anywhere without the five people. Yeah. Just yeah. you can go. You can go anywhere. Um, I'm that is a badass. When you started this, I didn't understand where you were going with it, but I'm glad we've arrived where we were. Are are, are you on board with tossing Todd or? I ain't gonna toss with... Todd. I'll let the five people die. I don't know them. Right. Well. Okay. Are are the people's lives on the bullet train in danger at all? No, the people on the train are fine. It's the people five on the people on the track that will die 100%. Unless Who are those five track. people and do I like them? You don't know. You have no information. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. You know this what you do? Facebook. This you What don't... always works for me in any kind of thought experiment is to always go with, if, if I know somebody and I don't know the others, I always side with just killing the others. Because it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, they're faces. Do you know Todd, though? I mean, He's I know like... of him. 
I mean, you have the to others. It's not a zero sum game. The other, okay. the others made okay. me think of Lost Worlds. I, I, I've solved it. I figured it out, people. Okay. He would have to show me. I don't care about Skyrim. Todd, I say you're a dead man unless you show me actual gameplay of Starfield. You do that. Or, 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 wow, you <laughs> have this fucked, man, you got this man in the palm of your hand, his life, you're threatening his life for a little bit of gameplay. <laughs> See, this is what is wrong with the game. Industry, yeah. right? no, but <laughs> and somebody's going to snip him saying that and say, that's the entire podcast was yes. people said that were going to kill Todd Howard. He's but like, here's the oh. thing. Todd would probably jump on the tracks. He'd be like, no, I'm not showing you. That's it's true that. Or he'd try to save somebody because works, we always man. give Todd a bad as a joke, we give him a bad rap. Yeah, but yeah. he's apparently he's just <laughs> awesome. And I'm sure he is, but we always give him a bad rap. That is the weirdest fucking thought experiment because it's so deep I couldn't even think all the way to the end. I just assumed <laughs> homicide was always the best. Like if you can bet on anything, bet on homicide. That's what I always say. And it's and it's worked out many times because you can bury the bodies. Speaking He'll of He'll be standing in the middle of the tracks, he'll be like, it just works. <laughs> it just, <laughs> um, so Everborn. One last time, where yes. can they find you? Twitter, uh, your website, I'm going to post as well. And uh, and if you have anything upcoming in the next couple of weeks, announcements or whatever, feel free. Yes. Okay. So bear with me a second. So the good news is, uh, I, I, I like I said, I'm very trying to get my SEO in order. So you can literally find, you type in any Everborn Saga anywhere and you'll find me that's everborn saga on youtube true where that. we do I our on the real show every week uh we talk about like tv and movie stuff um which we're actually going to do this saturday uh and we're talking about the halo tv series and why you're wrong if you think the chief shouldn't take off his helmet uh and <laughs> emo batman so check that out but um I, normally on saturdays i do the gaming circle podcast with my brother from another mother, Mr. K. Asante. Uh, I do another show on Mondays on Mr. Boomstick XL's channel. Oh, That's awesome. Primetime Gaming. Uh, K. Asante is also there. I do another show with Xbox University, which we may be doing later today or tomorrow. I'm not sure. We'll figure that out. Uh, but uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, uh, Oculus, I will never call it Meta, all Everborn Saga, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, all Everborn Saga, and I'm most active on Twitter. I try to follow everyone who follows me back. But most importantly, EverbornSaga.com, where you can get all of these fine books. And we also have, you see that uh, uh, wall art back there? You can get wall art like that uh, framed and everything uh, from the website. We've got t-shirts, we've got other merch stuff, but this is, this is where the uh, action is. You can get these books at everbornsaga.com. So uh, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I will see all of you guys in the Twitter streets. And tomorrow, if you are not a fan of the new Batman, you might want to tune in uh, <laughs> to hear some hot takes. Yeah, that nice. was that is definitely. Oh, hey, I think somebody's already complaining about the Batman emo joke. Um, <laughs> Anybody else have anything going on? Johnny, what are you uh, streaming tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow uh, I'm streaming the final main mission of Horizon Forbidden West. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was it? That was it. Uh, well, and more <laughs> it just stuff, sounded right? like it. Well, that, that's <laughs> it. He's uh, like... Well, <laughs> well, the thing Some... is... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep it... That's the Spoiler -free. main... 
Well, we'll do other stuff. There's cauldrons and other stuff in the game. Oh, that we'll okay. Do but that's kind of the big uh, thing that I'm aiming for tomorrow Excellent. at 2 p.m. GMT time. Uh, abbreviated reviews, $3.21. Super Video games. That fucker always, <laughs> always has the has weirdest. The... <laughs> Video games. <laughs> Video games. Uh, I do want to say thanks to everybody who showed up. Thanks to everyone, Saga, for having patience and waiting a little while to come on. It's been a pleasure. You're invited anytime to come back, talk about games with us, talk about shows, because normally we do, but we've gone long. But normally we like love breaking down shows, talking about food. Uh, I'll invite you to GCP one of these days. Yeah, for sure. You're free on a Saturday. And thanks to everybody who showed up. Thanks for the super chats. If you guys get a chance, uh, check out everybody's stuff here. And that'll be it for us. Peace out. This video will go up uh, later today as well. So that's it for me. Peace out, everybody.